giant pile of stupidity. Looks like you found Common Man and T-Bone. Big husky kid. I wish you would bring me some pepperoni sometime, or he would bring it to me. I got a five-pound bag in there. Take some. No, I can't. Well, take some. What do you it's, mean? It, first of all, it's the cup and char. Oh, my. Oh. It, cup if and you char. eat it raw, you're not fulfilling its destiny. Yeah. It has to go under the broiler, has to get all crispy, and the grease has to form in there, a little grease pool. Yeah. Stick your tongue in there. Like, <laughs> Great. Delicious. That sound, by the way. <laughs> Produced by Panama Ted. Too hot. And a plethora of sounds that make no sense. Pay me a stick of bubble gum. For what? Cracks and gaps. Re racket. Yeah. Yeah. Time to penetrate your ear hole. Ooh. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. No common man today. Jen Winters is in for him. I'm T-Bone. Hello, Jen. How are you? Hi, I'm really good. How are you? I'm great. Glad you're here. Thanks. Lots to get to today. We had a long weekend, busy weekend. Very you and busy. I did. We were seeing each other at multiple different places because you had multiple promotional things that involved me. Yeah. And I was at those things too. So we saw each other a lot over the weekend. And then now we're back here doing the show together. Feels like I'm seeing too much of you almost at some <laughs> point. Like, this day has flown by. I still can't believe it's already three o'clock. Yeah, I'm we're like, sitting back in the office oh, and Jen's crap. like, hey, it's 2.48. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. We're almost to the show. And it's- I'm like, I have not done anything really <laughs> at all. So this is going to be a shame. Oh, this is fun. Well, it is. Uh, it's a good day to be here because it is Yikes Day. We'll do our Yikes coming up at 5.34. My computer is having a, a yikes. yikes. It's just right off the bat. No. I don't even know how to describe it. It's you know when you log into a screen, yeah, and it you have to put your name in, your password, and we're on shared computers. But you do all that, then it like I got the wheel of I'm not sure computer stuff, and then it just went to a black screen. Oh god! But you can tell like the mouse is moving. I I have a little arrow that I can move all over the place. Can you so, hit Control Alt Delete and see what it tells you to do? I'm, yeah, you know what? Let's just do some live IT. Start on your the task manager that. and see what the task manager says. Oh yeah, task manager. It's, it's, there you go. There are no running apps. There's oh, nothing, cool! So you happening. know that's not an app that's the that. issue. I'm gonna just uh, I'm gonna sign out and then sign back in. Have anyway. you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in, but waiting for <laughs> no, 30 seconds? That was the first thing. Ted was like, "I'll come over and fix it in a break." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, what are you gonna do?" He's like, "I'm gonna restart it for you, dumbass." And I'm like, "I already did that." <laughs> back at you. And he's like, "Oh man, maybe we should put a ticket in." I was like, "Yeah, that's what I'm saying." Well, is it Greg across the hall? Just go pull Greg in. I don't know where Greg is. I'm I'm in here. I know. I don't know where Greg is. Greg's doing. Greg is our engineer who does a lot of other things. Well, and we got Timmy walking around. And I swear to God, he's got his his sunglasses on. I no, just saw he him. has. Timmy has the he has transitions. The transitions. Yeah, okay. he has the transitions lenses. I just or at least thought he, he was trying to. to be like a cool dude walking around with sunglasses on in the studio. <laughs> well, that that is something I wouldn't put past him entirely. No, he actually either. Tim is dressed like a record store employee today. So that's good. Also, Jen, I can't wait until we get fan TV back up and running. Because when, oh, when you randomly flip when you randomly flip people off in the hallway, it's then it'll be for there for everyone to see. But for now, no one knows that except you and me and, and, and well, Timmy, just, who flipped me off first. That's good. That's that's a good story. Yes. Um, so how it works? If you're not familiar with how the show works on Mondays, it is of course a reaction Monday. It's what we do during football season. We react to things. Brought to you by Mary Haven, offering re- free help to gamblers and their loved ones. So reaction Monday. First hour of the program is going to be Buckeye stuff, Buckeye football stuff, and of course, college football reactions from that weekend. Then four o'clock hour, we transition into NFL, just like Timmy's glasses. We go to NFL talk, (laughs) Browns and Bengals, obviously big wins for both of them. So we'll get into all that in the four o'clock hour, five o'clock, 
little bit of everything. A little bit of... Uh, a potpourri, as his man likes to say. Well, it usually would be a potpourri of more football stuff, but we have Buckeye basketball, men's and yes. women's basketball started up. Well, the women's team is currently playing and not doing terribly They're still well. waiting to check into their hotel in yeah, Vegas. That's, it's, it's not that's going well happening. so far for the women's team. Against USC, they are down double digits right now in the second half, but we'll keep you posted. I, I'm hopeful they'll turn it around. I believe in them. Men's basketball team starts up tonight at the shot, 7 o'clock, tip, right here yeah. on the fan. Uh, pre-game starts at 6 with Timmy Hall. And if you've forgotten, this will be the third game yes. in three days for Big Daddy Paul Keels, who is, of course, calling the action here on the fan and was calling the action for the Browns game yesterday he up in Cleveland. so well. It was amazing to hear him. I listened to a lot of it. Oh, I did too. Yeah. And then, of course, Saturday, he was talking about Buckeyes Rutgers mm-hmm. in Piscataway. So he went from New Jersey to Cleveland to Columbus. Of course, the only place that was good in all three of those was Columbus. It's the best place. Sorry, <laughs> Cleveland natives. I love Cleveland. I love That's Columbus. Fine. I love Columbus. I, I can't I say the same about Piscataway because I've never been there. <laughs> I've been and uh, you, not missing much. It's it's fine. It's, okay. Yeah. When you think of New Jersey, yeah. think of Piscataway. That's, I will. It's pretty much, yeah, you, you got it. Um, so let's start there in Rutgers, not in Rutgers, with Rutgers in New Jersey. Buckeyes come away with the victory, but... It's this formula we've seen, Jen, where they kind of go a half of football looking not great. Yeah. And then the second half, the star talent shows up. And, and finally, you see some of the things that the Buckeyes are known for. They pull away and get the job done. But how'd that, how'd that victory leave you feeling after watching that, where you go into <sighs> halftime down to Rutgers? I feel okay now that it's over. I felt so much better after the Penn State game. And then after that happened, it's just been kind of... Meh. And I, I, Wisconsin was Wisconsin. It it still frustrates me. This game frustrated me just because of... Just, I, I'm sorry, Kyle. I, I, you you're, seem like a really nice guy, but I you need to throw the ball down the middle of the field, and you cannot do that very well, especially if you need to go very deep, and it scares the living crap out of me. And I, I don't know. I... What else do we have? Oh, Lincoln. Let's bring Lincoln in. I don't know. I'm, I like how you're on first name basis with all these college athletes. Yes. You're just like yeah, Kyle and Lincoln. Kyle and Lincoln. And uh, <laughs> is it Tristan? Tristan Gebby? Is that the other one we yes. got? Yeah. Right. And so Tristan. Just, and right. then uh, who knows where Devin is? Hopefully Devin's okay. He's ouchy. He's ouchy. You know, he's our new running back who just gets hurt running trick plays and whatever. <laughs> okay. But no, I, I'm just, I'm so frustrated because... We've come this far, and I don't think that there's anything else that's going to improve over the next two games before we get into, you know, Michigan. So I just hope that the defense can keep doing the defensive things that we know that the defense can do, and then um, just hope and pray that Marvin Harrison stays healthy. Yeah, well, okay, I I agree with a lot of what you said there because I agree with you, Kyle McCord. As we have talked about on the show, and I actually, I was watching this game, and I was just, I don't want to say I was okay with the quarterback play because I, I clearly, I know what it is now. Like yeah. I'm becoming used to the fact that like I'm becoming aware of how Kyle McCord throws the football and I'm, I'm not looking at him as where is the Justin Fields, CJ Stroud within we, him. When we will never see that. No. And that's, and, but here's the thing. It's okay for that not to be right. in the sense that. He's the he's the guy that got recruited here. Yeah. Ohio State asked him to come play here. This is what he is. If you want to blame someone for what he is, blame Ryan Day for it. He is, I mean, I'm sure he is 
as good as he is able to do, he's putting in all the work. I don't doubt any of that. And I don't think he is. I don't want to sound like he's a bad quarterback. He is just at a level. And I said this a couple weeks ago. It's like having an Iowa or Wisconsin quarterback when they're good. I don't mean what we've seen with Iowa lately. I don't mean what Wisconsin has been in recent years. I mean, when those schools are like 10 win teams and they've had a quarterback that is playing well enough for them to possibly have hopes of a playoff berth or something above water. Yeah, that's that's who he is. He's going to not turn the football over a ton. Although that's become a little bit it's of a become, thing. It's, I'm thinking it's becoming problematic. Yeah. I hope it's not problematic, but we saw it with Wisconsin and we, we saw it here. It, it, his, his, his timing. His timing is just off by a millisecond. Yeah, and, I, I agree with and, you on and, that. And that's the thing that worries me the most is what in that tiny little bit of time, what hell can break loose by him throwing the ball and somebody else, you know, not intending to get it gets the ball that's i don't know it just scares me i'm scared i understand being scared i do think that it helped me watching this game to go we've got a guy who's like an eye if you think about it that way like we have an iowa wisconsin level quarterback (laughs) playing at ohio state but it's no but if you but if you think of it that way then you watch the games and go yeah this seems this seems about right like suddenly it's it's reframed you know like if if you told someone, if you were watching like a high school race, like that's the best sprinter in the state right there. And then the kid ran like a 12 second hundred meter dash. <laughs> right. You'd be like, well, that's, but, but if you said like that kid just started running last week and it's like, wow, and he ran a 12. So good for that kid. You know, whatever. I don't even know what the record is for hundred meter. Dash. I'm just saying you might frame it differently. If you're not expecting like CJ Stroud to walk through the door. Right. And sadly, that's what we're all comparing him to. Yes. And it, at Ohio state, it's not wrong to have that standard. I'm just telling you right now, it's not changing. I don't, it's not. No, it's there's not. no there's no other. I don't think Kyle McCord magically becomes CJ Stroud in the next three weeks. So they have to run an offense that works with what you have. Mm-hmm. You have to have a defense that is up to standard. And thankfully, this defense is this defense has been really good this yes, year. Yes. And thank God for that. Yeah. And and I'm 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 hopeful that this defense can continue to play the way it did. We're going to get into a little bit of that uh, in a second. But I also want to bring up. Travion Henderson, who had a a monster game. And I think that's part of the offense that we look at and say, if that, if Travion Henderson is healthy, if Marvin Harrison Jr. is healthy, and I know he wasn't this week, but if Cade Stover's out there, that's that's a good enough offense. If the offensive line can hold and give CJ Stroud, or CJ Stroud, him too. Be nice to have him back. Kyle McCord some time, then this offense can still do things. But Rutgers is better. I'm not making any excuses about that. Fact of the matter is you're Ohio State and you were at it, down at halftime to yeah, Rutgers. You are. I don't care if they're the best Rutgers team that they've ever had. You were down to Rutgers at halftime. Yeah. Not acceptable, not cool. I mean, considering the fact that Greg Schiano is now on his second tour duty with them. I mean, and he's he's come from here to get there. Yeah. And yeah. I also I like how Greg Schiano is basically like you put him at Rutgers and it all works. Like you Put right. him in the NFL, not a good idea. It no, doesn't the really Buccaneers, work there. that was a terrible no. idea. And then probably put him anywhere else in college football. Maybe it doesn't work uh, either. Or, but you know, you'll have you'll have a crowd a of people coach. say, hey, <laughs> this guy's problematic. Yeah. Maybe let's not hire him, a.k.a. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee fans. Yeah, yeah I don't think they probably feel great about that. But, I mean, he's king. He's king. At Rutgers, in, I'm in, saying, in like at Rutgers, Rutgers. He is, he's like the perfect match. Yeah. It's a good reminder for everybody 
wait for the one that's right for you. Right. Don't just because if you find that perfect match, it's suddenly it's harmonious. It is. It, it's kind of like the Josh McDaniels story. Oh, except except you except just, it's not. just go work underneath Bill until you know. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He is he is offensive coordinator for the Patriots, yes. and then that's the only Do thing you not, should ever trust that man with. And nothing the, further. The fact that he has now had two unsuccessful attempts at being a head coach in the NFL should speak volumes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we've got plenty more discussion on this because we didn't even really scratch the surface on this game yet. We've got to talk about that. And of course, this coming week, how are the Buckeyes looking already? They are huge favorites for this game with Sparty. We'll talk about that next. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You want to watch out for some slow traffic on I-70 eastbound on the west side between Mound Street and 315. Also, that exit ramp has been reopened at Main Street, 71, uh, 71 southbound on the north side. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. And- just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 534. We've got that a little bit later on. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. And uh, we've got to thank people, Jen, because oh, I, yeah. I I meant to do this to start the show, and then my computer was screwed up, and it threw me off. I forgot uh, before we talk more Buckeyes, a big thank you to everybody at local cantina and all the listeners that came out Friday night. We had our back when I was bourbon event. Mike and I were there. Mike's off today because he's still recovering from all the human interaction. Yes. But <laughs> but Jen was there, too. <laughs> and I mean, Jen, how did you think the event went? What did you, what'd you think of all of it? The craziest, most surreal thing I think I had ever been a part of. Um, I mean, I was there to do my job as a promotions Person. Oh, I know. You wouldn't have been there otherwise. I, you did not want I to show have, up. No, I would have been there anyway. But <laughs> doing my job as a promotions person, and then once we got everybody in, we got them registered for trips and giveaways and all that sort of stuff. It was so funny because people, like, they know me, and they come up and they talk to me, and it's very surreal. It is, it's still funny because oh, I'm yeah. like... I'm just this idiot who, you know, who's been around for a long time, just not, you know, on air, but just... They like me and they talk to me and I, it's so appreciative. And my husband, God bless non-sports Matt for putting up with. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> At the was... end of the night, when we talked to the end of the night, I could tell he was like, yeah, Jen, this is fun. We have to go. <laughs> was... I'm done. And I don't blame him because I, I get it. He was there for a long time. You no, know, it was just so funny because I made him a, a name tag that said non-sports Matt. And so mm. when people found out he was there, they went and to search for him yes. and they found him and he, and he's just like, this is the craziest thing. And I heard some guy go up to him and say, Hey buddy, you're the fourth most famous person here. And I died. <laughs> I Actually, I'll tell you the it people. Was so funny. It was uh it was a good night. The people at local cantina were really nice. All the listeners, of course, thank you to everybody who bought tickets to that event. That's the event that we had. It went on sale back in September. It, yeah. it sold out in like three minutes. Yeah. Uh, not a humble brag, but I just, that's the facts. I'm just it's telling you how crazy. it went. But yeah, we're humbled and thrilled by that. So it was really cool to meet all the listeners and hang out. And we had a good time. We were out there at least till I think 11 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, 
George, the owner of local cantina, and Frankie, the, the manager. guy who's kind of the main guy yeah. behind the bar Dude. at all the local cantinas, they made it a great night. George was walking around pouring stuff for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was just a blast. It was a lot of fun. It so was, thank you to everyone yes. who was involved. And our sales team, Amber, who oh, Amber did helped a hell out with of that. a job, and so did Scotty Vegas. Scotty Vegas, of course, our promotions director. So yeah, everybody did a good job. Now, all the thank yous out of the way. It was a lot of fun. And I was extremely exhausted afterwards because everybody I'm I'm like refusing shots of bourbon because I have to drive home right. afterwards. And I mean, I could have one or two, but I if I took everybody's offer that was like, here, you want that? It's like, <laughs> no, I, I, I will I will pass out. I can't. So I was just exhausted from refusing bourbon, which is a weird, weird place to be, but a good place. to it be. It was. I appreciated the love. And well, so did I know Mike did, too. I know he's not yes. here today, but he did, it in fact, enjoy it, too. I'm sure he'll tell you more when he comes back on Wednesday, but. And yeah. I just really appreciate the the amount of women who were there who came up to me to tell me how much they liked the fact that there's a woman talking sports. That meant the world to me. Yeah. And it I was agree. just fair. I was just like, oh my gosh, there's so many women here and this is like the best thing ever. And I mean, they just all love you guys. And I love they you. They love you too, Jen. Nah, they love everybody. They're just like, whatever. We have, good, we have just, great listeners. That's what I yes. would say. We have awesome listeners and Fantastic. we always appreciate that. So I will say Mike and I have talked a little bit about this. Next year, we want. We don't know what it will be. We want to do something that everyone... All-inclusive. We'd like it to be more people. <laughs> right. And maybe not that type of an event where it's $100 to get in or anything like that. We want it to be something that's a lot less expensive and maybe more people can join it and we can do something better. We don't know what that is, but we're going to have to figure it out because we keep talking about doing something else next year. So now we have to... Plan it out. So uh, we wait got, and see. We, we, it's brainstorming time. So That's right. That's it. This is the time to do that. So we will. Uh, by the way, Ohio State favored to beat Michigan State by more than four touchdowns, according to the early lines. They are 29.5 point favorites at multiple sports books. So, yeah. Uh, Buckeyes, of course, had a little bit of a rough patch against Rutgers, to put it mildly. The offense still work in progress. Travion Henderson, though, yeah, when he gets in, and I can't deny it. I earlier in the season wanted to kind of tell myself, "Don't need Travion Henderson" because I felt like it was hard to rely on him, and it is right. You don't know when he's going to get hurt again, and then how long right. he's going to be out. It did feel a little bit this year, like Jackson Smith and Jigba's injury last year, where you're like, "When, when will he? he be available?" Every week it was hopeful, and then it wouldn't happen. So I kind of almost wrote him off as like, "Yeah, he may." I don't know if he'll play again this year. I have no idea. And I'm thankful that he is because he's been one of the better parts of this offense the last couple of weeks. So. Absolutely, he has. I mean, and we've we've lost Mayan Williams for the season, so he's out, and I don't know if he's going to be coming back or not. So, yeah. And Dallin Hayden, hopefully, we can get to the point where they add him a little bit more into the mix. But Travion did his thing on Saturday, and I was so happy to see the consistency from him. Um, and I think, I mean, it's we definitely need to see that more often. Yeah. And by the way, can't go much further in this. I said we'd talk about the defense. Jordan Hancock, I mean, that was a game-changing yes. play where Rutgers is driving on you down close to the red zone or just about the red zone. Yeah. I mean, the the interception happened clearly like inside the 10-yard line, but I forget exactly where they lined up when the play happened. Takes it back 93 yards. Got a fortunate bounce. Probably also fortunate that, was it Proctor that had the big hit? I forget if he was the one or who had the big hit initially, but yeah, it was, yeah, Proctor. It was Proctor. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's when he got hurt. Yeah. Right. And had to come out yes. of the game. That hit probably could have been targeting and it just didn't get called. It didn't like, get called. I, I, it's, it we'll was, take it. We'll it, take it. It could have gone anyway, either way, honestly with that. And no, I'm glad you just, 
I'm saying it, I'm saying if that was the opposite and Ohio State fans saw that hit could put on one of their wide receivers and then a return went the other yes. way, we'd all be we'd screaming all be. about the officiating. <laughs> but I'll take it. Sometimes we've had calls don't, that we don't get yes. that we thought we we're hoping that they would throw the flag. They don't. Got to overcome it. And that one, it just happened to be one that went 93 yards the other way for a touchdown. So it's still crazy. Jordan Hancock, though, I mean, he is he is getting his opportunity and making the most of it. So good for him. I love seeing that. Really briefly. Do yeah. you see the score of this Ohio State USC oh, women's I'm, basketball I'm game? Keep an eye on it. We Look, were, it's uh, tied. It's uh, listen. I we're back in the office. Buckeyes were down. Women's basketball team. Their opener. They are in Las Vegas playing USC top twenty-five matchup. And I said at the time, I thought Ohio State was a better team. They just need to go on a run. And then USC, we looked up and they were up like fifteen yeah. points, and we're like, oh, whoa, where did that come from? Well, this is what Ohio State does. One quarter. They come back. It is now. They have taken the lead. 56-55. 20 seconds to go. Quarter left. Let's Love go. It. Bucks. Yes. Love this team. And you know what? I hope we get some positive mojo from the women's basketball team. Absolutely. And then we carry that into the men's season tonight. Home opener right here on the fan. 6, 6 a.m. 6 p.m. 6 a.m. <laughs> You've already missed they're, it. It's already they're playing started. in Paris. <laughs> yeah. Timmy Hall gets you started with all the pregame stuff. And then, of course, we'll have Paul and Ron Stokes uh, as they call the game. And it's Ohio State versus Oakland from Michigan, not from California. So more on that coming up. But yeah, this is nice. I like to see it. I was going to play some Ryan Day sound, but oh, we, I'm sorry. We've, no, it's okay. We ran out of time, and uh, I'd rather the women's basketball team. This right now is happening, so we're just giving you updates. It's good. When we come back, the thing that I've been waiting to talk about all weekend. Okay. It and I I couldn't start here because it's Ohio State, right? And I have to talk about Ohio Correct. State. Correct. But you know how we operate on this show. Yes. Love is strong. Hatred, stronger. I hate Michigan. I love Ohio State, but I hate Michigan. What is the latest on the Michigan cheating scandal? I will tell you when we come back. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You want to watch out for some slow traffic. Uh, Northbound I-71 on the south side between Green Lawn Avenue and I-70 and 315. Also, road construction causing a closure at uh, 37 both ways between I-70 and Refugee Road. That is going to be until Sunday. This report is sponsored by IKEA. IKEA supports you from November 10th through 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off IKEA purchases up to $3,000. In-store only. Excludes Los Angeles area stores. See IKEA.com for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. When you get into the second level, he's dangerous. So once he gets out in the open field, I mean, those are those are good to great fast. And I think the check down went for 60-some-odd yards there. And so, like we said, he, he is a mismatch and um, a very explosive player. There you go. Ryan Day talking about Travion Henderson. I like how the, the bullwhip followed him <laughs> it did. even to Piscataway, New Jersey, in that post-game interview. That's <laughs> pretty great. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. We had said we were going to play some Ryan Day sound, so there's some Ryan Day sound of him talking about Buckeyes getting the job done, thirty-five to sixteen over Rutgers, and it's literally just just getting the job done. It was not it exciting. Was. It was not great. It was they got the job done. Yeah, so, whatever. It uh, Kyle McCord, by the way, one hundred eighty-nine yards, three touchdowns, the one pick. But don't forget, I mean, like Brian Day said, there much of yeah, a good chunk of that yardage came on a check down, basically to Travion Anderson, right. who took it quite a lengthy way, very so. very lengthy way. And and you know what I like, Bone. What do you like, Jack? I like it when when I get called out on the internet. 
Oh. From someone who thinks that all I do is is get my ideas from other people. Oh. Who did that? Who uh, said that? His name is is Cameron. Okay. So shout out. Hey Cam, what's up? Uh he said at Gen Winners nine seven one, someone listened to Bishop and Friends this morning, haven't heard one other single person talking about Kyle not throwing to the middle of the field. So um I have a fun fact. I didn't get the chance to listen to Bishop and Friends this morning. And and Wait, I Jen. urge you all to. Fantastic show. We love show. Bishop and Friends. Love yes. that show. I would, a dream in life is to be on it someday. But um, I don't know if you know this, but I have another job. I work here. And I was in a meeting. All can confirm. I was in the same and meeting. I, and so and Jen, Bone was in I, a meeting with me. Jen was in a meeting for pretty much the entirety of their show today. Yes. Because so, I was in the same one. Um, I don't, uh, Jen, are you saying that you didn't need a big, strong man to tell you about football stuff? I'm I shocked. I didn't. But I mean, it's That's nice incredible. to have a big, strong man around. But sometimes, I don't know if you know this, I can form my own opinions. But thank you, Cam, no. for, for thinking of me and tweeting at me. I appreciate well, it. Well, I will say, I mean, that is a nice compliment because I do think Bo always, and, and also obviously Reeser and, and Chops, yeah. they know what they're talking about when it comes to football. They watch a ton of football. The fact that you and them landed on the same opinion on that yeah. means you're both watching the game the same way. So I think that's that's a good compliment. But also, uh, next time, maybe don't assume that the woman on the air had to listen to a man talk about it. To no, figure out, no. I, you know, I, I only listen opinion. to men um, talk to me about you know what I should wear what I should look like, what I should eat, you know, that sort of stuff. But I form my sports opinions on go. my own. By the way, good time to mention, yikes. That was a yikes <laughs> take from that guy. Yikes coming up at 534, so don't miss I'm gonna that. I'm going to go follow him on Twitter now. No, don't do that. Don't no, I did. Him. Don't bother. There That's, you go. Speaking of yikes, how about this? Uh, Meat Chicken is uh, demanding that the Big Ten oh. respect the process. Yes. They are the 76ers. They want uh, they, they want you to re- <laughs> trust the process, <laughs> it's respect all, it's the process. It's all going to crumble within 10 years. That's right. Uh, Michigan President Santa Ono urged Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti to respect this due process when it comes to the NCAA investigation. Don't rush to judgment because all the other members of the Big Ten are like, hey, they cheated. We have rules about cheating. We literally have a sportsmanship clause. You can suspend people for that. We should do that. We're the Big Ten. All the... All the other people on the conference are like, do that. And do then it. Michigan's like, but do process. Please. Please. Can we? Please. I like it how they're the ones committing the crimes and also dictating the terms of their release or well, surrender. I mean, I mean, Harbaugh did the thing this morning. I mean, not this morning, but earlier this season where he's like, I shall take three games. Well, yeah, that was and <laughs> like, he actually be gone for three. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> He didn't even want to take the three games. That was his university saying, Jim, we should probably do something. How about three? And he's like, how dare you? And then his players were like, free Jim Harbaugh. And it's like, from your own school suspension? <laughs> what an idiot. Well, and, then he and, was then, like, and then the NCAA said, that's fine. You want to do that. That's not what we want to do. We're not so. done with you. I just, yeah, but now we but have that's to, cool. Hire your dad as a special assistant. That's totally <laughs> oh cool, dude. Gosh. Oh, the Harbaugh's are Nepo babies. Yeah. So here, here's what I think, because I've heard a lot of Michigan people saying this where their 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 opinion is let's have due process. We have due process in this country. One, that's for actual crimes. This is football crimes. Right. Football crimes are silly and stupid. <laughs> we are. can have a silly and stupid court and silly and stupid rules. that Don't make any sense. But also, if you want to follow the silly and stupid rules here. Uh, what you're asking for, Michigan, is for the bank robber, in this case you, is saying, I, hey, I robbed the bank and I know you think I did it. Let me spend all the money first and then you can arrest me and put me in jail and I'll go on trial and we'll find out what happened. Mm-hmm. See, Michigan is currently benefiting 
from stolen knowledge if these reports are to be believed. So anything they've done this year would perhaps be ill-gotten gain. So if you don't punish them from benefiting from the ill-gotten gain now, you have a point down the road Mm -hmm. where then suddenly it's like, oh, we actually did figure out it was you. And uh, even though all the signs pointed that way and all the video pointed that way and everything, everyone pretty much around the country outside of Ann Arbor knows you did this, that is going to be something a year from now. Like, yeah, we're going to vacate that as they've already had their national championship, possibly celebration or their third win over Ohio state, their big 10 championship. That's what Michigan wants. They want to be able to have all the cake and then later go, Oh, did we steal the oven that we baked the cake in? Oopsies. And no one cares. Cause Jim Harbaugh's effed off to the NFL and everybody else is going to deal with this in some other way. I think it is beneficial for the big 10 to say, we're not going to ban you from postseason play like in the Big Ten Championship game, right. but we are going to suspend your coach because it looks like, once again, he's cheating. I don't think that's unfair. I don't think so either. Do you still win all those games? They're not taking any of your players off no. the field, are they? No. Also, I like this idea for Michigan. Uh, how many times have we heard Michigan defenders, usually Michigan fans, say they still had to stop it? Doesn't matter if you know. Deion Sanders, not even a Michigan defender, said it doesn't matter. You still have to stop it. Yeah. So I agree. You still have to stop it. This information is worthless. So for the rest of the season, Big Ten should make the Michigan players all have their coaches all have to hold up signs saying we're running to the left and then Michigan runs to the left and you have to try to stop them. But let us know what the plays are since apparently it doesn't matter if we knew the plays. Doesn't even matter. Not at all. The logic of the brilliant Michigan people, Jen, it, it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. I get so frustrated listening to it, but where we are it's we where we are we, you know what we just have to deal with it it's jim harbaugh's world and we're just living in it here's what i i i just see how this is going to go for the michigan people they're going to hem and haul they're also threatening legal action yeah go ahead they're they're saying what, what they're going to sue gonna they're going to sue the big 10 if the big 10 punishes jim harbaugh go ahead and then when the big 10's like oh we're being sued cool our lawyers want to discover uh-huh. what evidence you have that's the process of you know going to court we'll do discovery I'm sure Michigan will be all about opening up all their books and letting everybody see what's going on there. I don't think they want to really do that. Most schools don't. So I'm going to guess that's a hollow threat or it's a threat that's meant to just tie things up in a court while Jim Harbaugh gets to continue coaching football. They they can say they're not cheating, but all of this is all this is incredibly suspicious to me. And I don't at all feel like Jim Harbaugh is in any way, shape or form any leg to stand on when he says, I need due process to play out. No, 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 not not how this works. We're not in a court of law. No, we're in a court of the Big Ten. Yeah, it's it's stupid football, as you said earlier. At one point, this was the court of legends and leaders. I don't think we have to abide by the same rules as the U.S. <laughs> judicial system. Sorry, that's not how it works, Jim. We're talking about football games, not you going to jail. So, no, we don't need due process in that way. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the uh, no. We already did the latest on the Harbaugh thing. That's what I said before uh we're actually going to talk about a former osu coach who is looking for a job and uh rightfully so details next it's man and bone on the fan fan traffic sponsored by meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view browns backers 
you want to be aware of some slow traffic on 270 East Outer Belt South, um, southbound between Livingston Avenue and I-70, as well as some slow traffic causing about a three-minute delay at 670 westbound between US-33 and I-70. This report is sponsored by Bob Evans Restaurants. When you gather together this year, let Bob Evans give you more time to celebrate with a premium farmhouse feast. Just heat, serve, and enjoy. Bob Evans will make the meal, you make the memories. Order yours now at BobEvans.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. And Extra Large, Extra Stupid. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope you're having a good Monday. It is a yikes Monday. Timmy Hall, or Timmy Hall. He was in here talking to us. He was just in here. Jen Winters is filling in for Common Man today. Mike will be back on a Wednesday. Timmy will be on with me tomorrow. Uh, but Tim and I were talking, and, and with you, Jen, we were all in here talking about an interesting factoid with Michigan. Yeah. And I know Tim has said this on the air, but it's worth repeating. If Michigan loses to Penn State, which I don't think is going to happen, but if it does. It would be fantastic. It's oh, not going to happen. I don't think so. But if they do, then the game against Ohio State would be for Michigan's 1,000th win Ugh. in program history. <laughs> um. On top of that, imagine, imagine, imagine if Harbaugh's allowed to coach that game or he's suspended, but let's say he's allowed to coach the game. Yeah. And they then lose to Ohio State and they're stuck on 999. And then he takes an NFL job. <laughs> and, and then, like, it's it's either you stick around and coach the bowl game to try to get them to the thousandth win, or like, I just, there's so many storylines to this. Oh my gosh. It's, I have I we don't have time for it today or at least not right now. I want him to leave, but I want him to leave at the same time. I okay. just I don't know. I, it's I want him to stay forever. Okay, here's okay. I, I was gonna do something else here, but I'm gonna ask this question. You can tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one because I want to know your answers on this and think about it before you tweet us because it's I can see how it's difficult. Let's say you're in. Let's say you could pick out what happens to Jim Harbaugh here, and I'm saying in the realm of reality, which is either they do nothing to him and let him coach out the season, and uh-huh. or they punish him for a period of time that allows him to like not coach the Michigan game, the OSU Michigan game. Let's say, would you, would you want that if you're an Ohio State fan? Part of me wants him to get punished because I think you should have punishment he, when you do something wrong. He needs to get punished. Part of me though wants to see him on the field if Ohio State can win that game mm-hmm. and hand him personally the loss and have Ryan Day looking right across the field at him. I don't know which one would be better. Ultimately, if it would make Michigan weaker, I'd like him not to be there. But we all know his his little minions on the team. Oh. Like, Who's winning for the coach? Oh, that it's, whole thing where they are, they're where they line up in the formation. The formation. For the first game of the season. So it's like to protest what? Their own <laughs> university's suspension of the guy. So can you imagine if the Big Ten suspends him? What do they do? They just like dig a hole and sit in it for a half on the ground? I don't know what they do to protest that. But then they suspend him for the two games leading up to the game against Ohio State. And so then they come back and like the the storyline. I mean, could you imagine what they will craft with this? Part of me kind of wants this to happen. And I want like Ryan Dage just to go super aggro and just here we go. The guys come out there. They are so jacked up and they're just going to go out there and annihilate. They actually have their jersey numbers tattooed onto their bodies and just shoulder pads and no shirts. That's right. (laughs) They're just super aggressive and just here we go. Um, All right. So tweet us at man and bone nine seven one. I'm curious. What would you want out of that punishment? If Michigan does get one, 
Harbaugh, the only one that's going to happen probably from the Big Ten is they're suspending Jim Harbaugh. If they were to do anything, it'd be that. Would you want him to be suspended for the Michigan game or not? I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Uh, so USC has fired defensive coordinator Alex Grinch with two games to go. That is after USC surrendered 101 total points in the past two games. Yeah. It's not that time, but yikes. Here's a further stat for you, Jen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense for uh, USC, 11 Warriors pointed this out. Out of 133 FBS teams, US rank, USC ranks 124 in scoring defense, allowing 34.5 points per game. 122nd in total defense, 436 yards per game. 128th in plays of 10 plus yards allowed, 150th, 150 of those, and 120th in rush defense with 186.5 yards per game allowed. All of that gross and that yikes. Very and bad. gross. Now, Alex Grinch was their defensive coordinator who got fired. You might remember he, once upon a time for a season, was the co defensive coordinator here, mm-hmm. and that was not a particularly great defense. I want to say no. that year he was here. Then he went. Maybe it was a year, was it two years? Either way, he went on to Oklahoma after that. That's where he met up with Lincoln Riley, who then took him along for the ride out to USC, and it has not gone well defensively out there. But uh, Alex Grinch, Mount Union guy, Mm -hmm. so that's a problem. I'm not a Mount Union fan myself. Also, uh, Grove City native. I didn't realize Alex Grinch was from the area, but... I didn't either. Let him live. Maybe he's back. Maybe he's chilling out right now. Maybe. Sorry, Alex, if you're listening. I'm sorry to to rip you, but you know that wasn't good enough. Maybe what he's gone. Say? Maybe he's gone to New England to ask Bill Belichick if he could have Josh McDaniels' old jo- job. Oh, as like offensive could. coordinator. But why would he want to coordinate offense? He's a defensive guy. Maybe he could do better at that. <laughs> well, you know what? He did help a lot of offenses to great success. He did just accidentally just by providing them res- no resistance <laughs> on the know. other side of the field. That's. <laughs> What a great, what a, you know what? We haven't thought enough outside of the box, quite honestly, in in college football hiring. It's like, Hey man, I got an idea. I'm going to hire a offensive, terrible offensive coordinator, run our defense. It's like, yeah, man, but he's bad at coaching offenses. What does he have to do with defense? Every defense that's on the field with him is awesome. It's like, yeah. So maybe that's the way we go opposite. He's terrible at defense. Hire him as your offensive coordinator. He's like, you know what I would do here? I'd blitz and they're like, oh my God, <laughs> they're not going to blitz because oh they're not dumb like him. So we're going to run something that doesn't have to deal with that because they're not blitzing in this situation because he's telling us he he would blitz. So it's it's almost like, uh, wasn't that with in Seinfeld, right? Where they had the, the day where George decides to just go opposite yes, every opposite reaction. Opposite of everything. You yes. hire someone who has bad info yes. and bad ideas and then ask them for opinions on what to do on offense. And I think that will really help Bill Belichick because he's two and seven. It's the worst season that he's ever had. And I really think Alex could help him with that. Maybe I, 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 you know what? There's nothing else that could really help. I think at this point for Bill Belichick, this season's gone for them, right? Hey, it It worked out so well for uh, Matt Patricia. It did. Offensive coordinator there. (laughs) It did. There you I mean, go. yeah, and congratulations. I'm sorry, Alex. If you're if you're listening, I'll buy you a beer somewhere. You will? Yeah, we'll go down. There's um there's There's plenty of places. Plenty of places. There's that Grove City Brewing. It's a great place. I like it. We'll go, go. I'll meet you there and I'll buy you a beer. Yeah. Um all right. Well, I'm curious to see what people think about this. Tweet us at man and bone nine seven one and uh we'll get some of your reactions to that. NFL stuff next. We'll talk Browns, we'll talk Bengals, all that. Big wins for both. When we come back, it's Man and Bone, Jen Winters filling in on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. Still some areas a little slow out there. I-270 East Outer Belt side southbound between Livingston Avenue and I-70, as well as a couple-minute delay on uh, I-670 westbound between US-33 and I-70. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one off free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings. Let's go sports bar. Valid at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97. 7.1 The Fan Traffic. Um, dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. It is uh, Yikes Monday here on Man and Bone. No uh, Common Man today. I'm T-Bone. Jen Winters is in for Common Man. We'll have Yikes, the segment that's not a segment, coming up at 534. So, plenty to get into with the Bengals and the Browns. We will do that just momentarily, but... Cleaning up some of the tweets we got, I asked you if you want to see Jim Harbaugh suspended, if you were in charge as an Ohio State fan. You, let's assume that's the punishment the Big Ten goes with. Do you want him suspended for the Michigan game? Or would you want him to be there on the sidelines hoping that Ohio State could get the revenge? There's no excuses. I think I ultimately come down on, I want him suspended as much as, I want him suspended for like 10 games. Yeah. Like into next year. Yeah. Make it painful. He cheated. He should, and I don't care if he's not on the sidelines. I, Michigan can't use that as an excuse because Ohio State last year, last two years, apparently had all their signs stolen. So I, I can't look at that as any type of excuse. If your head coach isn't there, I don't think that's enough of an excuse for me to say, oh, they shouldn't have, if Ohio State gets them this year, then I wouldn't say, oh, well, they didn't have Jim Harbaugh. It doesn't matter. I don't care. I hope everybody doesn't start yeah. for them. I hope they're. I hope they have to play third stringers, and Ohio State wins by fifty. I mean, yeah, you want to, you want, you want to go in there and be as competitive as possible. But at the same time, we're all just looking for an easy way out, and that that's kind of the easy way out. I, I am not on the line that you have to beat Michigan at their best; otherwise, it doesn't matter. If Michigan was playing junior high players, yeah, I would hope that the junior high players all get like annihilated. Like I, I. <laughs> You put that stupid helmet on. I don't care who you are. I hope you lose, and I hope you are embarrassed. That's all there is to it. What are we talking about? This is sports. It doesn't mean I hate these people. Right. Sure I was rooting for Donovan Peoples-Jones for multiple years as a Browns fan, but when he played for Michigan, guess what I didn't do? Root, Root for, for him. him. Right. Well, and you didn't know he was going to go be on the Browns anyway. I know, but I'm just saying, I'm, it's not about anything personally with these people. Anybody that plays True. in Michigan, I don't personally hate you. Now there's maybe a few, but mostly like Desmond Howard. I'm not a fan. No, I'm just saying, but mostly I don't personally hate you. It's just, you're wearing that gear. I hope you lose. So if it's third stringers wearing it, if it's not Jim Harbaugh coaching it, I still hope they lose by 50. So I know some people need for the Michigan rivalry, like Jeff did off. I know Tito, your co-host oh, yeah. on the weekends on Sunday show. Or, uh, I almost said the Sunday showcase. That's yeah. not right. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, Tito's a, a man with his hand in the dirt. You know, you got to keep your hand I get in it. the dirt. I don't. I don't need Michigan to be at full strength to enjoy a victory over them. I really don't. They care, have so. to be at full strength, or else it doesn't count, and it looks bad, and blah 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 blah. All right. Um. So I did see that. I had. We had a few tweets come in. Fluharts said, "My people, thank you." It doesn't matter what your name is. Yes, suspend that a hole. My oh. dream is that he leaves in shame, talking about Harbaugh, and goes down as a cheater. Very well. Yeah. Uh, Abby said, if Ohio State had done what Michigan has done, they would be screaming for the death blow. No two ways about it. And hello, you've done this all year, Michigan. The Big Ten does nothing, then then has to vacate. They look horrible. So she's right. Yeah. yeah. Got to do something. That's my girl, Abby. Yeah. 
And Nicole, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say that the man who's not here says very terrible things about her, and I, it makes me mad. Yeah. Yeah, so I love you, Abby. No, Abby's our gal. Yes. Mike occasionally says stupid Abby because there's a doctor Abby, and he's mm-hmm. just saying comparatively, but Abby, please know we're the only ones that are stupid here. Yeah. Not you. I'm a big or old maybe, dummy. Mike will come in and say on Wednesday, no. He will still claim that everybody else is stupid. That's true. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Nicole Auerbach, as you heard there in the uh, Sports Center update, I believe is where I just caught yes. that. Uh, They're expecting something to happen by midweek. Whatever's going to happen. Or or if it's nothing, th- that's all going to be done by midweek. So, Are they just waiting for the rankings to come out tomorrow night and then issue whatever it is on Wednesday? I think that's probably what it uh, is. That could be it. And Reese Davis will host whatever it is. And he'll be like, you know, we aren't going to know this until... It comes in. We are in the blind no. just as, as long as you guys are. Our graphic guy is the only one who knows what's going on. Yeah, but the graphic guys can't be like, FYI, <laughs> George is number one. <laughs> By the way, Ohio State's not going to be number one this week. Are we no. all, we're all clear on that, right? No, Georgia, no Georgia had a top 15 but, win. Ohio State struggled to beat Rutgers. Yeah. It's okay. It's don't it's don't fine. Get, don't panic. I didn't want it's them fine. to be one from the get go. So. Oh really? No. You were worried about that? Yeah. Why? Also, I had the graphic done and it was in order of the AP, and I was about ready to go, and I'm like, okay. oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. That's what it is. <laughs> also, no, I like it when, in my mind, and I'm sure it's not in their mind, but in my mind, it's like, oh, you're going to disrespect us by putting it at either five or four, then I'm going to go out there and play even harder. See, that's what I want. I want like the disrespect so they feel sure, it even you, more. Sure, you, you, want, you want everybody doubted us. Yes. Like Kirby Smart has gotten Georgia to believe everybody doubted them the last two years, even though they were defending champs. the and dumbest thing ever, but... Everyone had them in the top five the entire way all season long, but sure, the, they, they were doubted the, the all Georgia, along. Georgia players all have Stockholm Syndrome or something like I that. I guess so. Something. All right, so more on that. You can tweet us at manandbone971. What punishment do you want to see for Jim Harbaugh? Do you, do you not care at all and you just... Want to move on from it? You just want to watch the also, game when it happens in a few weeks. He cannot coach in khaki pants. Oh, that would be a nice See, punishment. Make him wear like compression shorts or something like that. Like make, make him did dress. You see the make him dress in a suit, like <laughs> oh, Hank Stram. Right? Wasn't that the guy that old Chiefs coach way back in the <laughs> yes. day? Is that who used to wear the suit? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's do that. I was gonna say, did you see Leonard Fournette? We're moving in the oh. NFL. Did you see his picture at Bills practice? They signed him last week. Or he. <laughs> He looks so good. Well, he had he had like his hamstrings <laughs> Holy crap. were like flexing in a way that most people's biceps can't do. Yes. And it was like I've never seen visible hamstrings. I've never did on a either. like person running, and yet th- this I, he yeah. I don't know if it was just the lighting. I don't know if they caught like the perfect shot. I don't know what happened, but that photo, you're right. It was. I, but I want Jim, Jim Harbaugh to wear that outfit <laughs> while he coaches. Oh yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, anything to show more Jim Harbaugh skin. That's what I'm all into. I'm with you, Jen. It's all sinewy. I'm with Why you. Why is it gray? Uh, all right, so big win for the Bengals. We'll start there. Sunday night football. Isn't it nice, Bengals fans, to not have to worry that your quarterback's going to go when the lights come on at night? Isn't it good? Do you have a quarterback that, I mean, again, when healthy, Joe Burrow doesn't shy away from these moments. No offense to Andy Dalton, but you know what? Offense to Andy it Dalton. Offense I don't to care. Andy Dalton. I mean, I'm just saying, that just take a moment, Bengals fans, and appreciate the fact that that used to be your thing. Every time the lights yes. came on on a Sunday night, yes. a Monday night, Thursday night, you knew Andy Dalton was going to be missing in action. And mm-hmm. now you have Joe Burrow showing up and playing pretty well, I thought. 348 yards, two touchdowns. Bengals defense made some big plays down the stretch when the Bills started to suddenly look like they were an offense again. Yeah. 
But they, I just, they, I think they all play. This was a very good game for the Bengals. I wish Jamar Chase would have had a little bit more um, love in the game. I'm just saying that. Did because you have I fantasy had, implications had, on that? No, I had money implications oh, okay. you had, on that. You always, you, okay, so you, you had know, gambling implications. Gambling. All right, that's but fine. at the same time, I if you're a Bills fan, I really think it's time to be worried. Yeah, I don't think that's unfair. They're five and four. They, they well, at least about the Bengals, right? Yeah. Going back multiple years, you yeah. Go- I mean, this is this is like the, the Bengals are the the equivalent of the Chiefs to the Bengals to the Bills. I'm trying to follow that. So the Bills. So the Bills are having the problems getting on. past the Bengals. Where do the Dolphins fit in? Oh, the Dolphins. Dolphins are not in this. We no. haven't really. But that's the thing, though. We really haven't seen the Dolphins have always been four. You know what I mean? Yeah. We haven't really seen them involved in this. I, I like to call this this triumvirate I of see. teams that are constantly fighting to make it into the Super Bowl from the AFC. And so it's like the Bengals don't have a problem beating the Bills to get to said AFC championship, but then they but have a problem beating the Chiefs. They did beat them once. They did beat them once. Yes. But then they had a problem with the Rams. Yeah, that's right. But well, they made it to the Super Bowl. Problem. But, they lost They lost to the Rams in a close game. But I think... It wasn't it, a problem. If we they were, were right there. Right, they were, so they get run by 50, Jen. Right, okay. They, I know what you mean, but they lost the Super Bowl to the Rams by like less than a score. Right. It's okay. Yeah. But still, I think the Dolphins will be the new Bills. I think they will take over where the Bills are. I'm worried about Josh Allen. He is not looking. He had his moments last night, but he also had some bad moments. And I, if you're a Bills fan, I would start to get a little worried. Yeah, I, I don't think that's... When you've got your team basically saying, you know what really affected us in our playoff game last year was all that cold weather. And it's like, excuse me, Time you out. are the home you team. Live you live in Buffalo. Buffalo. What are you talking about? Like, maybe it's got in their heads a little bit. You know, it also got in their heads. That dude I saw that the guy, the uh, pregame, the Bills fan out yeah. in Cincinnati. <laughs> if you haven't seen that video, you should tweet that I'll out. I'll tweet it. I'll find it. Go follow Jen on Twitter. She is at JenWinners971. Am I right? Is that right? Yes. Okay. I was double checking. At JenWinners971. There's a hilarious video of Bills Mafia trying to like jump on a table, but he's standing on the table he's about to jump onto. And at some point in the video, the table's like, no, thanks. The table just we're just, says, we're, we're done. done. Done being a table. So that's fun. Uh, but I think overall Bengals fans, I, I was trying to tell Timmy Hall this earlier in the year because he was panicking. A lot of Bengals fans were worried. Look, you start slow. This is what your team does, and especially when Joe Burrow's calf is ouchy. Yeah, you're going to start even slower. He couldn't. He literally couldn't drop back. Yeah, they had to have him in a large shotgun, for lack of a better term. I don't know if there's a small, medium, and large shotgun. They had the largest shotgun package available. He was way back there, and he basically had to stand there take two beats and throw the ball because he couldn't move. Now you saw the last week, last couple weeks, he's been under center, moving a lot better. And suddenly, what do you know? The offense coming to life. Yeah. Things are working better. So that's, I think something you can rely on to continue. We are in November. Now Joe Burrow's looking much better. So as Joe Burrow goes, Bengals go not breaking news. This is how a lot of teams go and their defense clearly is playing well too, but Joe Burrow's on. Bengals should be good. Yes. This is expert analysis from a dope. <laughs> I don't think it took anyone to know that Joe Burrow good, Bengals good. But yeah, that was that was nice last night. Nice win for the Bengals. It was. It was it was a good game. Meanwhile, I like when we have like entertaining games like that on, you know, primetime, unlike tonight. Well, you know. 
Chargers well, and the Jets. <laughs> Thank God for Buckeye basketball Thank tonight. God, yes. <laughs> like, if you're looking for things to watch, Buckeyes are playing, Jackets are playing. Jackets are, yes. You do not have to watch that Don't, stupid football no, game tonight. Just, you do not have trash. to watch it. In fact, trash. I implore you to find something else to do tonight than watch that game. Gross. Yeah. Uh, we will talk about the Browns in a moment, but you were talking about entertaining primetime football games. Teddy, what an <gasps> oh, entertaining game that was, was for your Dallas Cowboys. Night. That was just a, a fun game to watch. Sorry those, they lost. Yeah, Cowboys and Eagles. It was so much fun. <laughs> first first mm. of all, thank God they put the Eagles and Cowboys in primetime because we never see those two never, teams on 4 o'clock never, games ever. But ever. Exactly. If they're going to put them there, though, Ted, at least I know you. I know as a Cowboys fan, it pains you. You had Dak's foot was out by a, you know, like a toes width. But he was out, right? But that was yeah. a, that was one. Uh, the uh, touchdown that wasn't a touchdown, yeah, right. fourth yeah. down that was yeah. like by by like an inch. Yeah, and right. then at the end they got down to the uh, six yard line with twenty seven seconds left. Oh, false start! Now you're to eleven. Take a sack. Hey, let's take a delay a game too. Mm-hmm. Now, how in the <laughs> world that happened is beyond. Like <laughs> I couldn't. Be- I I thought. In the moment as I'm watching that, I went, oh my gosh. And I thought, what is <laughs> yes. Ted right now is on his treadmill just at like 15. He's got it all the way to the top speed. And he's just sprinting. He's like, gee, like you're just cussing. And exactly. <laughs> I was so, I felt so bad for you, buddy. Like, I felt so bad watching that for you. It's right there. And he's just like, take it. Eagles are giving it to you. Take it from them. Is, is that no. not, though, the story of the year Dallas Cowboys? They're yes. right there, yes. but they can't ever just. Get over the hump with that, yeah. and I don't know. Now Coach, that this, coaching, man. That's well, probably what that is. Probably coaching. Yeah. Probably not. Do you think Dak. McCarthy's going to stick around? Yeah. It's so if hard. he goes away, that wouldn't be a bad thing. <laughs> it's always so hard to know what Jerry Jones is going to do. Is. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Just, it depends on how his relationship is with Jerry. If Jerry likes him, he'll be there forever. That's right. Just yes. ask True. Jason Garrett. <laughs> that's exactly He's there for right. like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk Browns next, so we'll get into that. And it it was. Nice win for the Browns. Deshaun Watson was back, and they did something the Browns did. They haven't done it in a long time, so we'll get into all that next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on The Fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident at Alum Creek Drive at Livingston Avenue, as well as some slow traffic on I-670 westbound between I-71 and 3rd Street, and some slow traffic on I-270, that that east outer belt southbound between Livingston Avenue and I-70. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday, and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Valid at participation locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Back when I was banging, this show slapped. Whatever the hell that means. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday to you. It is, of course, a Yikes Monday. You can... I don't know what you can do. You can do nothing. You can listen to us at 534 when we talk about Yikes. That's coming up in about an hour and ten minutes. Jen is in for Common Man today. Mike will be back on Wednesday uh, of course, Man and Boner brought to you by the Hinderer Motor Company right here on The Fan. There you go, Teddy. I was just looking at Ted to make sure I had to say that, and I do. So there we go. <laughs> Check. Check. Good job. All right, so the Browns got it done against the Cardinals, 27 to nothing. First shutout for the Browns since 2007. That was amazing. Not, not first time Browns have been shut out. No. Like, that didn't happen, thankfully. But what I'm saying is you've heard the words shut out in Browns before since 2007. Not with this defense, though, and that is a testament to how good the Browns' defense is right now. Yes. So 
We could start there. We could also talk about how bad the Cardinals' offense is, well, which is a whole other story. But. I mean, they, 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 do you think they regretted trading Josh Dobbs? Well, I mean, hey, you see what he was able to do yesterday. You think, you think the Browns regretted trading Josh Dobbs? Because they think, had him first. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no. My team had him first. Well, all right, fair. Josh has been with the Steelers for a very long time, and then he became the journeyman. Like, that's right. You know, over the past yeah, year and a half. That's, I, that's fair. But that's right. Good for Josh Dobbs. Yeah, but back absolutely to the Browns. right. Yeah, he. <laughs> to, we'll we'll get to. Don't worry. I got a whole lot to say about Josh Dobbs because he was fantastic he really yesterday, was. and I felt really good about that for him. He didn't even but know the awesome. names of the people he was playing with. <sighs> that was that was something. But yeah, Browns offense looked okay. Uh, it looked, I mean, better. But here's where we were. We were at Yogi's yesterday. Yes. Jen and I. We had, I had an appearance. Jen was there too. Jen runs all the appearances here. This is what she does. So we're out there watching the game, and I'm watching Deshaun Watson play. And I saw the big like 58 yard pass to start mm-hmm. the game off, and I'm like, okay, arm looks good. They're, they went right off the bat to throw a 58 yard pass or attempt it. Yeah. So I said, oh, okay, that's a that's a sign that his arm is all right. So no more excuses about that. And then the rest of the day, he looked better than he has in a while. He did. Even when he's been playing, I'm saying right. before the injury. But let's be real. One of the two touchdowns he threw bounced off a guy's head, and it ended up right in Amari Cooper's <laughs> right. lap. I'm, I'm sure every bad Browns quarterback a- over the last 20 years is like, oh, I could have well, done, done that. Johnny Manziel's at home crying. Yeah, exactly. But it was good to see Amari Cooper finally kind of like come to life and get involved. Sure enough. Because we haven't seen him in forever. It's what it feels like. Now, granted, I don't specifically sit down and watch every Browns game because as much as I hate myself, I don't hate myself that much. But it was good to see that um, David Njoku, I I love that man. I really oh, do David Njoku's love him. my guy. Um, yeah. And he's he's looking okay. But Miles Garrett, my God, that de- your defense defensive that's is this is sick. No question, the best defensive line I've ever seen in Cleveland. It is no no question. No, I've never seen anything like seven this from sacks. Cleveland. Seven sacks yesterday. Dalvin Tomlinson had two of two and a half sacks. I mean, he was everywhere. Everybody like the entire line. It was just a party every other it play was. in the backfield of the Cardinals, and sometimes they get the ball away. But yeah, poor Clayton Tune was just <laughs> poor kid. <laughs> Not good for him, right? So, yeah, you know what? This is exactly what the Browns should do. If you're going to be a decent NFL team, you play a one-win Cardinals team that Mm -hmm. is clearly not trying to do anything this year. Don't let them do anything. Don't let the play, you know, like Creed and Rocky, right? Where Apollo Creed is like, yeah, he doesn't, he does, or the uh, his trainer, right, saying he doesn't know it's a damn show. He thinks it's a damn fight. Like that, you can't let that happen. Browns didn't. So good. So that's over with, and that was nice. How do you so, think Kyler Murray feels knowing that he didn't have to go face that defense? Thrilled. <laughs> yes. Kyler Murray was questionable, and then he looked at the he defense. Like, he looked at the film. Not. And he was like, you know what? I am questionable as to how far away from the defense I will stay, but I am not going on that field. No. And why would you if you're him? Why risk it? You've already had an injury. Mm-hmm. You're coming back from it. Why go out there and get what's going to happen? You're going to get annihilated. Yes. You're going to get mauled by these guys. So don't don't risk it. Just just take just another week. Go home, play yeah. some video games. I don't know who they're scheduled. I don't know who they're playing next, but yeah, that's better. By the way, Browns, uh, tough task this weekend, play in Baltimore. That's going to be a little that's bit more g- challenging than what you've had. That so. will actually be a very fun game, I think, to watch. See, I, I was talking about this with, you know, Matty Ice, who you can hear on Rothman and Ice, mm-hmm. noon to three, right here on the fan. He's a huge Ravens fan. So I came in and said, congrats on your team just destroying everybody. They yes. look awesome. The Seahawks were not in that game at all no, from no, Jump no. Street. 
how what was it two three weeks ago was where they took the lions completely apart yeah, the ravens the did woodshed. yeah i'm saying they, they are when they are rolling it looks like no one in the league can beat them my stupid team beats them like well why? that's right and then, it, and then it makes no sense what happened with the steelers because <laughs> it's so dumb jen is a steelers fan who hates her team to I some degree team. yeah but but i will say that's where I'm confused about what's going to happen this week. And I know we got a long week to think about that, but my my brain was already halfway there once we got to halftime with the Browns game. Like, I'm just, I don't know how to look at that game. I told <laughs> Matty Ice, either. I think you guys are going to win by two touchdowns. And he's like, I don't even know if we, I'm, I'm nervous as hell about this game. And I thought, well, I would be if the Browns just could play defense on both sides of the ball. But I'm not convinced that the Deshaun Watson. Right effect is going to just come in and suddenly he's going to fix everything he has looked shaky against good defenses thankfully yesterday he didn't experience one of those but no, i'm not i'm not, not convinced that he's all back and good i am convinced joe burrow's back i'm not convinced with Deshaun. oh joe burrow 100 percent is back and he's you know rip roaring ready to go i Deshaun, but we still haven't seen Deshaun play the way that he played prior to sitting that year out and then being traded, and then all of the stuff last season. We haven't seen a healthy, good to go Deshaun since before the pandemic, right? Right. We haven't seen we haven't seen Deshaun Watson play like the Deshaun Watson who got a two hundred thirty million dollar contract yeah. in over three years. Yeah. So still haven't seen that. As much as yesterday was an improvement on things, it was not to the level it needs to be for him. So no, I'm not ready to just say, "Watch out, Ravens!" Here you go. No, <laughs> I, no. <laughs> But that does beg an interesting question with this standings in the AFC North because uh, Baltimore's sitting at 7-2, and two, and then you have three teams all at 5-3. and three. If yeah. the playoffs started today, all four teams in the AFC North would qualify for the playoffs. How nutso is that? Well, it's a, it, as we've known, and this is the one thing that you and I and Ravens fans and Bengals fans can all agree on, it is the toughest v- division in it football is. the last like two or three years. I full-heartedly believe that. I and it, like it. It's great that it's that way, but it just sucks that my team is in that division. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so can, we, right. can we trade? Same, for what it's worth. <laughs> I feel please, the same way. Please trade. Yeah. I don't want to be in it anymore. No, but I just, I I think obviously if the Ravens can get, if they beat the Bengals, or if they beat the Bengals, they beat the Browns this week, they they already have a nice lead in the division. That will further cement. Oh, they're running cement, away with it. That would further cement it for, for them. So, huge week for the Browns if they want to show... Ravens are not the best team in this division. We think we could be that. Well, here's a chance. It's not you know the end of the season yet, but it is something that would be one of those mile markers you look back on and say that's where the Browns showed they belonged. They were one of these really good AFC teams. And again, I, I think the Ravens are they're talented. They are tough. When Lamar's on, when that defense is on, they are tough to beat. Then they have games where it looks like they play the Steelers and they forget how to play football. And, and I don't understand it. That's the thing. It's Lamar being on. And if Lamar is not on, then everything struggles. Yeah. It's this is why I don't understand the NFL and <laughs> no, why I, I like I, I, I tell myself, I think I've got an idea of what's going on. And then I watch some of these games. Like I thought I have an idea of what the Ravens are. I every time I start and I doubt them after I watch them play the Steelers and then they go out and they look great. And they're fine. I mean, I did not expect the Seahawks to only score three points yesterday. I no. thought there would have been a better game out of it, and that just did not happen. By the way, Seahawks may be the most fake five and three team out there. No, right? uh, like, the Steelers. <laughs> Steelers and the Seahawks right now play. Fake. Steelers win that game, and I don't yeah. know how, but they will. Because I mean, they back into every win that they have. They, but they win them. That's know, the problem, but Jen. They back into you it. as a Steelers fan are like, I want it to be a Ferrari, and it's like, well, it's a U-Haul, but it gets everything where it needs to go, doesn't it? It, it does. gets the job done. 
It doesn't does. matter if it's pretty. It gets the job done. And it annoys me that you're like, man, my team isn't no, they'll fancy just be, enough. They'll end up being 9-8 and eight and oh. won't make the playoffs and we'll be stuck with the 15th pick in the draft. Oh, you want them Again, to be like, so you want them to be bad, bad. Day. You want them to be bad, bad or good, good. I see. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Burn That's it down. Fair. That's fine. All right. We're going to talk next about two quarterbacks who had ridiculous days for two different reasons. Two quarterbacks who I have nothing but good feelings for yeah. on both of these guys. We will get into that next. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for an accident on East Main Street westbound at McNaughton Road, as well as an accident on the right shoulder of 315 northbound at Ackerman Road. This report is sponsored by Bob Evans Restaurants. When you gather together this year, let Bob Evans give you more time to celebrate with a premium farmhouse feast. Just heat, serve, and enjoy. Bob Evans will make the meal. You make the memories. Order yours now at BobEvans.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Best known for their contributions to the fast food breakfast world. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Happy Monday to you. Jen Winters is filling in for Common Man today. We have Yikes coming up at 534. We've had a few people tweeting us and saying, is Mike out for a couple days because of all the joy he felt <laughs> being around a bunch of people on Friday at the bourbon tasting. That might be it. That I, might I be think it, it is. Needed to recharge from all the joy. I think that's right. But he, he did tell me he had a great time, and I know he would say that if he was here. He'll say that on Wednesday when he's yes. back. But I certainly did. Jen did. So we're glad everybody that came out to that. And hopefully we can do more of those events in the future. Just well, not like tomorrow. Well, and next soon. week. I mean, this is still very exciting. If you're not doing anything next Thursday night, um, a week you've from got this Thursday. A week from this Thursday. So you've got an appearance. Man and Bone will be at the casino from 3 to 6 p.m. next Thursday. And then you're going out with Bud Light. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure where you're going to be because that just totally escaped my mind. Is that a Yogi's appearance? It's a, no, it's not Yogi's. Yogi's oh. is Sunday. So. <laughs> You've got a Bud Light appearance, and I'm assuming it's it's, it's with the Bengals. So... Some Bengals bar, I'm assuming, is there where you'll go. be right, from well, 6 to wherever. All the details will be up at 971thefan.com soon. But if you miss that soon. on Friday, there's that. And then the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, Black Friday. We're out Friday. at the casino again yes. doing the radio show. And I know a lot of you don't have to work. So please come out and, and say hi. It's a fun experience. And we might have some of those posters left over oh, from... Oh, oh. from uh, Breaking news. Yeah, we've got some posters left over. All right. So... Come out, say hi, say and and have some fun and and lose some money at the casino, <laughs> or win. You never or win. Know. You they win. like it when you lose more, but you could win. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's talk about a couple quarterbacks who had some fantastic days, and we're going to start with the Buckeye, C.J. Stroud. When you break a record for rookies, <laughs> you're we're going to talk about you on this show. Yeah. When you are a former Buckeye quarterback who does that, remember when we used to have the talk about how they hadn't had a quarterback drafted in the first round. Yes. And then Justin Fields happened and then CJ Stroud happened. And we've, we've had, now we're past that. Right. right? We've got some guys who've been drafted in the first round and obviously Justin Fields is not uh, playing quite up to the level, but Ted and I were talking about this before the show. And I think this is a spot on point by Ted that with Justin Fields. And I agree. There were times last year where you'd hear these stories. And if you weren't watching these games, or even if you were, you saw Justin Fields make some great plays, or you might mm-hmm. see highlights of it and go, wow, look at that throw, or 
oh man, he apparently ran for like 85 yards and he had a touchdown and you know, he had these good stats and then you'd see at the end, like, and the bears lost by 10 or they lost by seven or they lost by a field goal because he threw a pick as they were driving to get into field goal Mm -hmm. range with like two minutes left. And everyone would chalk that up to like, well, he's a young quarterback. What are you going to do? Right. If you can clean that up, he'll be really good. My concern last year, and I think it's bared out this year, was, yes, there are lots of guys in the NFL who, if they could clean up that last two minutes in the fourth quarter of a tight game, yes, they'd be great quarterbacks. That's what makes it tough. C.J. Stroud yesterday showed you he did. the difference. That, that was a master class. It was, un- that was unreal watching him play yesterday. I could not get over it, and I just... The fact that we were talking about the Texans being the Texans and they haven't been that great and and they're still not winning a ton of games, but there's so much promise there. And I love the fact that it got down to the point in the draft where it was Bryce Young or CJ Stroud and people were like, oh, he didn't test well, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it doesn't matter if he didn't test well. How is he on the field? And he has proven himself to be, I think, head and shoulders above where Bryce Young is right now. Oh, by the way. And I'm so excited. By the way. That's happening. Bryce Young, two pick sixes Mm -hmm. as the Colts go on to beat the Panthers 27 to 13 by my math pick sixes when you lose by 14 mm-hmm. kind of indicates Directly that was on you. Yeah. Uh, Colts corner Kenny Moore had both of them. Yes. Which is Good great, for great for that guy. I'd like to point out if you haven't watched the Colts much this year, Last three games, they gave up over 35 points. Yeah, that defense good. is not good. They're not so good at all. That Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud debate for now seems pretty settled. It, now, it does. Maybe it's organization, coaching, all that stuff. Maybe in Carolina it's not great. Maybe it's better in Houston. Insert your laugh here. That Houston. I'm just saying, <laughs> no, you can I, try to make right. excuses that maybe it's not all C.J. Stroud. A lot of it's C.J. It Stroud. Is. A lot of it is C.J. Stroud. Um, but he, man, that, that drive, the throw he had in the end zone. Oh. Where if you, if you throw that thing the way like, and I don't mean him, he's just in the game and it reminded me of throws he usually made that would get picked off. Baker Mayfield yes. would try to throw that like on a line seven feet above the field <laughs> straight like a laser, whereas CJ Stroud threw a dart, but it arced yeah. and it was above the guy. It, I'll use a soccer analogy. Kicked it over the wall, under the bar, right? You have yes. to get it over the, the group of guys standing in front, but you still have to get it under the crossbar on the goal. That's essentially what he did was put it over the defenders, but right where his guy could get it, the back of the end zone. A perfect throw and a veteran throw. In that spot, with little time left, 46 seconds, takes him 75 yards. C.J. Stroud, take a bow. Take Yes, take all the bows. That was, And watching that on red zone with, I know who we're going to talk about next, that was some of the most exciting football I had seen in a really long time. And I'm like, look at these like subpar quote unquote teams making the NFL exciting in the witching hour. I love it. Yeah, it, that was really a time to have red zone was right at the end of those one o'clock games. because yeah. There were some really great moments there. But yeah, CJ Stroud, just to put a bow on this little discussion, uh, he is the first player ever to have well he, he set the rookie record for passing yards past andrew luck 433 in a game was the previous record he had 470 God. by the way it was 70, 75 yards to go so that 75 yard drive <laughs> is what did it for him he also uh became the sixth player in nfl history to record 450 passing yards and five touchdowns with no picks in a game 
not six rookie, six player ever, ever to have a game like that. He also became the first rookie ever with 400 passing yards, five touchdowns, no picks. So, yeah, pretty rarefied stuff that you saw there. And meanwhile, to go on to another guy who I think, you know, is not a rookie or anything like that, right. Josh Dobbs. Well, we, we're going to have to take a break because we're like up against it. Yeah. But just know the next segment, Jen and I are going to gush about a guy <laughs> who played for her team, played for my team. And we're not mad that he plays now for another team. I, no. Although I wish he played for my team. I am not mad at all that this guy is having the success. I'm not he either. Did. We will put into context what Josh Dobbs did yesterday for the Vikings. It was surreal. That's coming up next. It's man and bone with Jen winners filling in on the fan fan traffic sponsored by Meister's bar and pizza home of the grand view Browns backers. You want to be aware of an accident on Main Street westbound at McNaughton Road. We still have that accident on the right shoulder of northbound 315 at Ackerman Road. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for only 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. So head to Buffalo Wild Wings for happy hour today. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Yes, we tried unplugging and then plugging them back in. It didn't help. This is Man and Bone. Jen Winters in for Common Man today. We will be doing our Yikes, the segment that's not a segment, coming up 534. Uh, So we got to talk a little bit about Josh Dobbs. This was uh, quite the performance by the Vikings quarterback, which remind ourselves that that happened. So the Josh Dobbs story, in case you've missed this, he was traded to the Vikings uh, not many days ago. It was on, of course, the trade deadline day, which was Halloween last Tuesday, with a conditional seventh round pick to the Vikings in exchange for a sixth round pick uh, from the Cardinals. So Cardinals basically were like, yeah, we're we're afraid he's going to actually make us be a little good. So we don't want to do that. Let's make sure that we play the worst quarterbacks we possibly can. Kyler Murray's coming back possibly at some point this season too. We don't want there to be any doubt about who the better quarterback is. So let's just get rid of him. And so he goes to Minnesota. So he came into the game. He wasn't supposed to play. He'd only been in the building two days. Right. And Jaron Hall was starting for, you know, the Vikings, which of course we all knew Jaron Hall, right? I mean, you, Oh, you know, Jaron Hall. Yes. Big, big, long time. Fan big of, fan of him and the yeah. Hall family. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Timmy's brother. Jared. Yeah, it is. Timmy Timmy's Hall, brother. Jaron Hall. Mm-hmm. Right. We've known the Hall family. Absolutely. So anyway, he had to leave the game due to concussion and in comes Joshua Dobbs, who has no joke, said he did not know the last names of most of the guys on the team. In fact, said he knew mostly nicknames of anybody on the offense. Yeah. And then proceeded to go in, throw three touchdowns. Or scored three touchdowns, ran for one, threw two, led his team to a come from behind victory over the Falcons, who, by the way, statistically, not a, they're a top ten NFL defense as mm-hmm. of right now. I don't know that that holds up all year, but that is a team that has played pretty solid defense this year. And he came in with a bunch of plays he just learned in two days, barely any time to to get that all involved. It's hadn't so taken crazy. a snap from the center, the starting center. They had to go on the sidelines and work through that. <laughs> I mean, Jen, I don't know how to put this in any better context. It's it's ridiculous what this guy did. It is, and I mean, and he he led them to it was a comeback, and they and they won, and it just it blows my mind. 
But our our girl again, Abby, she's you know she's tweeted us his career history. Are you ready for his career oh, history? Go ahead. I'm I'm all here for this. Yes. 2017 to 2019, he was with the Steelers, and then in 19, he went to the Jags, and then 2020, 21, he was with the Steelers, then in 22 to the Browns, and then in 22 to the Lions, and in 22 to the Titans. Now with the Browns in 23, the Cardinals in 23, and now finally with the Vikings. Yeah, the man is a journeyman. Like he's like getting the um the was it Ryan Fitzpatrick? That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's like the treatment that way. But he's, I mean, good for him. This is so nuts. It's so nuts. That many teams. It's been what six years? Six years, and it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams in six years. Yeah, but like all of them happened in like and, less, and, than and the two, less than right? two, right? No, it's wild, man. I I think seeing him because there's a video that circulated where he's he's you know on the sidelines. They know he's going to have to go in. Mm-hmm. He is working with the center, the starting center, and the offensive line is standing around the starting offensive line as he's going through the cadences because they'd never heard him do. Like if you don't know in the NFL, this is yes. this is the way it works. They come to the line, the quarterback. Usually it's like a color and a number. So it might be like green, 45, green, 45. And that's like on one. And then it's, you know, like that's on two. And they, they, they have to know roughly how long a guy's going to do that little pause before he gets to the second one. Then there's on three. And then this is, so this is all in the play call. So when they're trying to draw, so usually, of course, most teams are just from what I understand going on one. Yeah. But if you have to draw a team off sides, you got to know that stuff. That's how you get false starts. Yes. So the fact that they're standing around going, how does he do it? Because we've never heard him do it. No. So testament to the offensive line, the center, all of that. And then, of course, the wide receivers, the running back. Everybody's blocking for this guy or out going to get run routes. And they're going, I hope the ball's going to be there. It's supposed to be. And then it is. And then he's making throws. Yeah. He's running around making plays. Guys are missing him after he looks like he's tackled and he's jumping over. I mean, it's it's unreal watching this dude play. And I it won't go down in NFL history. It won't be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame or anything like that. No. But it's a memory. It's one of those memories you will have, I think, twenty years from now where people say, Do you remember that game where that dude, what was his name that came in for the Vikings like ice cold and then just won them a game? Oh yeah, Joshua Dobbs. Oh, yeah, he had just been traded there that week. The best, though, is that we got to see Baker Mayfield make his Baker face on the sideline. <sighs> you got a I good love, Baker face. Well, I love you? the Baker face. I live for the Baker face. Well, and Baker Mayfield's probably thinking, he's like, no, no, no. This is supposed to be my redemptive I'm moment. the one who That's, needs redemption. Well, that was that was him in the CJ. That was in the CJ game, right? right. That was that one. And that then, was that one. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah, right. I know. We're confusing. Everything, two. It was just mediocre football teams playing each other. Yeah, sorry. It's all uh, you were confusing two NFC South teams. And it was the red zone. So it was too wide. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I was drunk. Well, I can't, I I can't not, blame I you for that. I was, that. Drunk. I was drunk. We didn't talk about this much yet. But uh, speaking of like things that felt like being drunk at times, I'm listening to the radio yesterday and hearing Paul Keels do the Browns game yes. on our airwaves. If you missed that. So big daddy, Paul Keels, of course, did the Rutgers game on Saturday, then came back to Columbus, drove up to Cleveland, did the game yesterday as the Browns annihilated the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. No problems there, but I'm, I'm listening to this and now I'm driving back. We had an appearance and I'm driving back in about, I have like a 20 minute drive home. So I got the Browns game on. I know Paul is on. I was looking forward to listening to him in the second half as I'm driving home. 
And about 10 minutes into the drive, I just got like the commercial was playing. I got lost in a thought. And then, you know, well, here we go. And it's Paul Keels talking. And I'm like, wait, What's happening? why am I? Am I in Saturday? Like my brain for a second was like, the time is different. The sun's weird because we had the time change happen. <laughs> and then I thought, am I? Did I go back and do Saturday again? And then I'm like, no, wait, it's a Browns game. I'm clearly hearing him say Browns things. Browns players. Nathan Zagura is talking like everything else. It, it just took me a second out of it where I, I couldn't fathom that I was listening to Paul Keels do a Browns game, right. but it was awesome. It was truly as a Browns fan and a Buckeye fan and someone who sits next to Paul Keels at my office, oh, yeah, you which do. is just a random weird fact of my it life is. that I sit next to the voice of the Buckeyes. It was so cool to hear Paul Keels doing a Browns game. And fortunately they didn't give him one that was like too dramatic. It was just a nice, easy Browns win that everyone has good feelings about. Well, and they made history as well, not really history, but you know, it's the first time they had shut someone out since 2007. So I would say if, if I were a Browns fan, I'd be like, can we get Paul Keels to do this through the rest of the season, please? And thank you. I, yes, I, if he wasn't already preoccupied with some other jobs, I'd say he'd be a great idea to have him do more Browns games, but he is already stretched pretty thin as it is, but really cool that he was able to do that. And, what a great honor that, you know, he gets to do three games in three days, three very high-profile games. Obviously, tonight, Paul will be on the call with Ron Stokes as the Buckeye basketball team. Men's team takes on Oakland, and you will hear all that game. Coverage starts at 6. Tip-off is at 7. Yep. Just after yep. 7 right here on The Fan. Take a break. When we come back, uh, we are going to talk a little bit about that Buckeye basketball team, give you a look ahead to the season. But I, I almost forgot, and I have to mention this before we go to break. I will also tell you, about a special visitor that went up to the University of Michigan mm. campus. Someone that was in Columbus recently. I went to Michigan. Ohio State. We're going to talk about that next. And of course, get into Buckeye basketball. It's Man and Bone. Jen Winters filling in on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. You'll still want to be aware of that accident on the right shoulder of northbound 315 at Ackermitt Road, as well as some stop-and-go traffic at I-70 eastbound on the east side between Hamilton Road and I-270, and some more stop-and-go traffic at I-70 westbound on the west side between 142 and 29. This report is sponsored by Bob Evans Restaurants. When you gather together this year, let Bob Evans give you more time to celebrate with a premium farmhouse feast. Just heat, serve, and enjoy. Bob Evans will make the meal, you make the memories. Order yours now at BobEvans.com. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. No Desmond Howard death wishes since 2012. This is Man and Bone. Welcome in. Hope your Monday is going well. Jen Winters is in for Common Man today. Uh, we have a little segment that's not a segment called Yikes. Coming up at 534. All right, Jen. Before we get into some Buckeye basketball talk, which we desperately need to have. Yes. Uh... <laughs> there's a picture floating around on the interwebs mm-hmm. we've had it tweeted at us it is a twitter slash x message from rick flair you know <laughs> woo, rick woo. flair you may have seen him at a recent jackets game hawking he, yes. energy drinks he walked past me on the blue carpet he walked past me on his way to the men's room and then i woo. heard as he walked into the men's room i heard people walk woo. Like in the men's room, and I felt bad for him in that moment because I thought this this probably happens to this guy no matter where he is. He's at the I don't know, like getting his <laughs> prostate exam, and it's just like, all right, Rick, I, woo, and you're like, hey, 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 Doc, how we how we doing? Can we just get this over with? And he's like, sorry. And then Rick Flair goes, woo, 
and it's it's over. Um, in either case, Ric Flair was up hanging out with Jim Harbaugh today. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's a picture of him and Harbaugh. I mean, maybe Jim was having a bad day and Rick was like, you know what? I'm Jim's friend. I want to go cheer him up. Mm, maybe that's, that's why that's, he went up just, there. Yeah, he's Rick, like, you know, he's he had a hard year. You can find him at Ric Flair, N-A-T-R-B-O-Y on uh, the X slash Twitter. He said, just spent the morning with my close friend, the great Coach Jim for UM. Go Blue! Woo! Well, you know Ric Flair has a long history going up to Michigan and I saying know. things because he loves Michigan, Jen. From now on, Michigan, to be the man, you got to beat the man. And right now, the University of Michigan, you are the man. Ric Flair, everybody. And he's like, University of Ass Michigan. <laughs> Ass Michigan, you guys. That's who they are, yeah, and that's who that's they who will they are. forever be. University of Ass Michigan. Ass it's, Michigan. It's UAM. <laughs> Those who stay will be ass. Yes. Uh, this is, if you've ever wondered. You want to get the ass, you got to be the ass. <laughs> Woo! Ric Flair, if you ever wondered where all these sound bites we have of him talking about, uh, like, North Korea. I've wrestled in North Korea. That comes from this recruiting thing where Michigan was doing a big deal on their <laughs> recruiting, you know, National Signing Day back when that was a thing in the, you know, first February, yes. first Wednesday of February, whatever that is. When that used to be big old deal. Yeah, now we have the early signing period, right. so that all's kind of gone away. But that was where they had the Sklar Brothers out, yes. the comedy duo. yes. To host a, you know, kind of round table thing where they introduced all the players that were committing to Michigan that day. And this is why Ric Flair was there was to introduce some player. And he gave a speech that was very hard to understand. And he kind of fought his way through it. That's fine. But man, in this town, you can stay all night and you can stay a little longer. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I can't stand Ohio State. There well, you we go. Know. We know. Now, this one was particularly interesting because uh, he mentions a guy who was dead. And I know Bubba Smith. I'll tell him right to his face. This was former <laughs> police academy actor Bubba Smith who played at Michigan State. It was Hightower, I think, was his name. Yeah, yeah. he was. He played Hightower. Yeah. And at the time he said this, we were like, I think that guy's dead. And then we looked it up, and he was. He was. And so he's like, oh, man, I know. I'd tell Bubba Smith to his face. It's like, we're going to have to go to a graveyard to tell him. <laughs> and then it'll be sad. Yeah. Yeah, and this is him trying to read off player names, and it's not going well. They all know, oh, oh what's the fast? Here's another one of Josh, those. Josh, New, and <laughs> Teles, Lou. Yeah, that's right. Von <laughs> Vert Hill. Yep, these were good. They were all good times there. Ric Flair, everybody. Michigan hey, man. Rick, we love there you. There you go. Michigan man, Ric Flair. That's Keep it classy. Ugh. But ask Michigan. Listen, I have respect for Ric Flair as... In the sense of this man has wrestled in North Korea. Yes. <laughs> but he's wrestled many places. He's put on many legendary matches. As a wrestling fan, I give due uh, respect to yeah. the man who did all those things. He's been through a lot. He's also a really weird person. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to be if you're in pro wrestling, kind of number one. Yes. But then he's, of those people, super duper weird. And so then Michigan is like, you know, it's great. We've got the weirdest coach in college football, possibly, in Jim Harbaugh. Let's bring in a guy who is equally weird and also not liked by a lot of people, Ric Flair. So they, that's a perfect match right there. Do I you love know it. What would have made all of this even better? What's that? A little bit of Gary Busey. Oh, 
That would <laughs> Gary Busey and those two together. Yes. Oh my God. The universe cannot handle. Talk about the three amigos. Right cannot there. handle all of that crazy. That is. I am here for all of that. That would be some interesting oh my conversations to have for sure. Put it yeah. on my lips. And as uh, our listener Craig pointed out, two of the dirtiest guys in the game, right? Yeah. Because Ric Flair, Ric Flair, that's all Ric Flair's known for. If you're not aware, that's that's Ric Flair's game is cheating in wrestling. That yeah. was his thing always. He he played a heel. You know, limousine riding, jet flying. Woo! That's what a Michigan kicker says, right? Limousine riding, jet flying. <laughs> Announcing my commitment on the jet. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, that's fine. I'm just just pointing out that's who Michigan decided to go to. To like, you know, we, we're having some PR issues. Who should we get in here? Rick Flair. Rick That'll make Flair. things better. All right, let him live. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to remind it's you again. So funny. Yikes is coming up at five thirty-four. So let's talk a little bit of Buckeye basketball, shall we? Sure. They take on Oakland tonight. That game is, of course, tipping off 7 p.m., 6 p.m. pregame right after us. Less than an hour away. Timmy Hall will be doing all that. So this is Timmy Hall's Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. He's I mean, so excited. Well, every college basketball fan, right? I mean, oh, all, yeah. the, all the college basketball is getting started up this week. Men's, women's, everything. It's good. This team we know last year with the Buckeye basketball team uh, struggled mightily in the mm-hmm. regular season when it came to the Big Ten schedule. Stop me if you've heard that one before. But the last year was almost comical to a point where, I mean, how many did we go in a row? Or like, what was it, 15 out it of was, 16, yeah, something ridiculous? Yeah. And yet every game, ESPN's like their predictor, yeah, their, their little analytics robot would say, yeah, I think they're going to win tonight by three. And we'd go, are you sure? And then they'd lose by 10 and we'd be not shocked. And the next week they'd do the same thing again. So let's hope this year it's different, right? Um, some of the things we're looking for in this season. Bigger role for Roddy Gale. Absolutely. Which that's now there is a that's a there's a spot that someone's going to have to take over some scoring, right? We know Bruce Thornton's going to be the guy at point guard, and he is, you know, essentially Bryce Sensabaugh goes away. Bruce Thornton last year was already ascending, became the yes. captain, and now he's going to need a running mate back there. And mm-hmm. Roddy Gale's kind of that heir apparent to add in some scoring there, which you're losing out on. Not that Justice Suing was the most efficient player in the world, but he was the second leading scorer on this team. He's not there either, so. I don't know. Are you are you optimistic about this season, Jen? How are you feeling kind of I, going into it? I feel better about this season just because I think the way that last season ended was on a positive note because there was a lot of doom and gloom. It started with that trip to Madison Square Garden against uh, UNC oh, yeah. in December, and then everything kind of fell apart afterwards but then once Sensabaugh I mean I and I don't want to trash Sensabaugh because he's a good player and I know he's no longer like he's in the NBA but I once he was injured and they went into the Big Ten Championship the team started to gel and they went on a tear and we did not expect to see what we saw from them at the end of the season and my hope is is with the new guys coming in and, you know, with Roddy and with Thornton being in that captain position, I hope that we we get that and that's what we start the season off with and they can maintain and get even stronger moving forward. Well, for sure. I think you can talk about the leadership last year. And I, I also... Wait, how, how often do you see that where you have a team midway through the season go, actually, uh, we have a new captain now. Right. That's not that's not that's a normal not thing. A normal thing and I think you know I like the Holtman a lot but I don't think he was as hands-on as far as trying to develop a leader. Um and until you know it really was off the rails and then they were like okay well something has to happen. 
That's interesting. I mean, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, obviously. I I wonder, though, like, Bruce Thornton, there's two ways to read that, right? Like, Bruce Thornton just became such an inevitable force in the locker room where they said, we can't not call this guy the captain. He basically is. But sometimes when a vacuum exists, right, someone's going to step up and fill that void. There was a void in leadership, I think, from the players last year to a degree and from some of the guys in the upperclassmen that they expected. Now you see this is Bruce Thornton's team, essentially, as far as captain goes. Everybody else kind of falls in line. I do think the transfers they've brought in, right? There's a Mm -hmm. lot of good potential there. And I know we got suckered into that last year, right? Yes. But let me give you, if you've just not paid any attention to what's gone on this offseason, you're now ready to watch Buckeye basketball. You got Jamison Battle, who's coming in, who has played a lot of college basketball, two years in Minnesota, two years at George Washington. So a guy who clearly is is not going to be shy about, I would think, trying to score. So they need a proven wing scorer. They, this is the guy that they have an answer. Him and Roddy Gale, they're hoping those two guys can kind of help develop into that on this team. You've got Baylor transfer Dale Bonner, who's going to be one of these guys who can hopefully play a pretty good amount of defense. And again, playing in the Big 12, not a slouch basketball conference no. at all. But then again, you know, Sean McNeil is from West Virginia, right? And they also play in the Big 12. So just because you play in the Big 12 doesn't mean you're awesome. I'm just pointing out that that is something they are hoping he can do. But I know the buzz around the program seems to be that the transfer they got from Penn State, Evan Mahaffey, Mm -hmm. who really didn't play a ton at Penn State. So he's he's a sophomore. He kind of didn't get a lot of minutes. This is a guy who's looking to prove himself. Apparently, they like what he's doing. Defensive guy, 6'6", got some length. The thing I'm most excited about, though, Felix Akpara looks like mm-hmm. it's going to be a five, like a true five, and they're probably going to play, I'm thinking they're going to play, if they play Jameson Battle, like down at the four spot, this is a situation where you may see like Zed Key coming off the bench, and I like Zed a lot, Yes, but I really like the idea of Zed coming off the bench and letting other guys kind of get in foul trouble, letting other guys kind of wear a team down, and then he comes in for a solid five minute run where your team just goes on a tear because he's out there creating all kinds of opportunities, playing with energy. I like and matchups. You can play different matchups right. with that. So I'm excited about this Buckeye basketball season. I am too. And I just, you know, after last season was as sad and disappointing as it was, I really, I mean, I think Holtman knows, you know, okay, we, we've got another chance and let's not squander this opportunity. I hope so. I hope so. But I also, I want to be clear when I say excited. I mean, I'm excited to find out what's going on with these transfers. I'm excited to see the opportunities. There is a very good chance that two weeks into the season will be miserable. Also, if they go out on a tear and start five and oh, I'm also going to acknowledge January (laughs) is coming. It's coming. So we're, we're going to reserve judgment until we get to January. We're going to see what happens. But either way, I'm just excited for the season to get started because there's so many possibilities. I, I've looked at the schedule, like the home schedule, I know we have like kind of you know little nitpicky small games, but I think the conference schedule looks a little bit better this season. Last season we didn't even get Indiana or Michigan. I believe you're right. Yeah, here. Yeah, that and was a problem. so I, I think we get more exciting home games, and you know, and then next season, holy crap, we we're bringing in four from the West Coast, so that's exciting too. So I hope that this is what the basketball team needs to start building. And I just, can you just make it to the sweet 16? Wow. That's please. I just want to make the tournament first okay, and then we'll get to the sweet 16. But I would just love it to the second weekend. If we that could would, just do that, that would make my day. Uh, we had a championship for the state of Ohio. Kind of. I'll explain next. Man <laughs> and bone. Jen winners filling in on the fan. 
Fan Traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns Backers. You want to watch out for an accident on the right shoulder of 270 southbound on that west outer belt at Roberts Road. And some stop-and-go traffic on I-70 eastbound on the east side between Hamilton Road and 270. And some more stop-and-go traffic on I-70 westbound on the west side between 142 and 29. This report is sponsored by IKEA. IKEA supports you from November 10th through the 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off IKEA purchases up to $3,000. In-store only excludes Los Angeles area stores. See Ikea.com for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The only thing harder than common man's arteries is T-Bone thinking about a red-bellied woodpecker. This is Man and Bone. You know it, brother. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Coming up 534. Jen Winters is in for common man today. Uh, We will obviously do our yikes in a few moments. Buckeye basketball coming up tonight. 7 p.m. Tip. Yep. Pre-game starts at 6 with Timmy Hall. Get you warmed up. Paul Keels, Ron Stokes will have the call there. And, of course, if you've missed anything from this podcast, you have to go check out or from this podcast. From the show, you can go listen to the podcast. That's how this works. We record the shows, <laughs> put them on the Internet. They're called podcasts. They are free. You can get them wherever you get podcasts. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. You will hear this episode. You can hear all three hours of Jen Ripping off Bishop and Friends yes. the entire time. All day, every day. That's all I do. <laughs> I'm here to rip off Bishop and Friends. That's right. But any podcast you've missed, you can get it all. Just subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Podcast, of course, brought to you by our friends at Care Heating and Cooling. So this was a little bit of a misleading tease. I'm not going to lie to you. I said there was a championship for the state of Ohio. That's kind of true. It's kind of a stretch. But my guy, Ryan Blaney, NASCAR driver... Yeah. Won his first NASCAR Series championship. He took home the trophy yesterday uh, at Phoenix. Great win for him. Penske racing team. They're very good. Now, I bring this up because Ryan Blaney, his dad, is Dave Blaney. Uh-huh. Dave Blaney used to drive in NASCAR as well, but he also drove sprint cars for many years. The dirt tracks that I like to oh, go to. Oh, yes. His dad still occasionally drives those cars. Do you know what his nickname was? When he was back, when he was banging Jen, uh, dirt track dad. I don't know. <laughs> dirt. You know what? Dirt track daddy is a good guess. Like it is wrong. It <laughs> okay. is wrong. He was known as the Buckeye Bullet. Still is. Oh, yeah. He is. That's all around the country. That's when he shows up in California. That's like, really to, cool. Because all the in sprint cars, it's a little bit like pro wrestling where they do come up with nicknames for you. Oh, okay. So like his is. Oh, now here, here on the track is the Buckeye Bullet, Dave Blaney on the track. They they do it up like a big deal, and then they sets his time, and then they go, oh, okay, he's like fifth or whatever. That's so. His son is a huge NASCAR driver, one of the best in the game. Obviously, he he's you know king yeah. poop of of Poop Mountain. Look at him. That's right. They're from Hartford, Ohio, which is, is way out. It's that? almost out to the Pennsylvania border. But the Blaney family owns a place called Sharon Speedway which is near Sharon, Pennsylvania, that that whole area. That's what it's called, but it's, it's actually, actually in Ohio. It's actually named after the loose woman of the town. Of <laughs> Sharon. Oh, Sharon Speedway. Sharon is... Okay, maybe you're right. I'm standing I don't know. out real fast. I don't know the history, Jen. I'm yeah, just, that was... that was She was the mayor's wife. Oh, okay. Wow. Let's say, you know what? They said that's official, so we're going to give it to you. Great. 
So anyway, uh, congratulations to an Ohio kind of legend in Ryan Blaney. Yeah, we let's just it's he's ours. I'm claiming that championship for Ohio. We're gonna plant right? that flag right. We there. haven't had a ton of championships. We've yeah. had a few. Yeah, and he's a Buckeye fan. He too, is a Buckeye so fan. Yes, he stayed absolutely. loyal to his dad's roots, and so yeah, we root for our guys. He's not going to Ann Arbor to cheer up Jim Harbaugh. No, no, no. Teddy, I figure you're thrilled about that because I like Ryan Blaney. You watch a lot of NASCAR. This is a guy who likes Star Wars. This is a guy who likes oh, metal. I love Star Wars. He likes a lot of metal. He and uh, Bubba Wallace, another NASCAR driver, they have like they have a shared love for like Bubba, heavy music and Star Bubba Wars Wallace and all that stuff. Is adorable. They're best friends. These two. I didn't know. That. Ryan Blaney and Bubba Wallace are buddies. Aww. Yeah. And yeah, they had a nice little like Twitter fake Twitter spat a little while ago too, maybe a week or two ago. Oh, okay. so people weren't sure about it, but yeah, they're just having fun with each other on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Bubba Wallace, by the way, drove a uh, Star Wars themed car. Oh, where Mark Hamill delivered a helmet to him in a Toyota commercial because he drives for Toyota. Yeah. But they had the Star Wars music and the whole thing, and the whole car was paint scheme was like oh, an X wing. It was no it was pretty way. sweet. Yeah, was his helmet like an X wing helmet? Yeah, it was like the X wing pilot's helmet. Oh my god, that's so cool! Yeah, so there you go. So I, I'm I'm going to claim that one for Ohio. Yes, Ryan Blaney, Ohio champion. There we we'll go. just put that up there with like the Cavs 2016. Yeah. Put, you know what? Jackets need a reason to put a banner up. Let's put one up for Ryan Blaney. <laughs> Let's go. Ryan Blaney, NASCAR Ryan champion. Ryan Blaney night. There he we gets go. a bobblehead. Yeah. Yes. I, I love that. If Ryan Blaney can come to a Blue Jackets game, I'm all for it. Let's go. Let's honor an Ohio champion. Let's Better go. than having Ric Flair there. Come well, on. Yeah. Yeah. No, kidding. We don't need Ric Flair there. That's right. We have connections. We have enough connections in this radio station. Make it happen. Yes. Let's tell Rimmer about it. I know Dave Blaney. (laughs) I raced the Buckeye Bowl. (laughs) It's going to be great. I can't wait to talk to him about that. By the way, uh, Jackets tonight, of course, they are in Florida. No. Yes, they're in Florida, right? Not here. Got it. Thank you. That's right, Bone. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, Rimmer is thrilled. That's actually like right down the street from him. So he's there. Coverage is not here because we have the Buckeye basketball game. But of course, that game will also start at seven, wherever you would like to watch it, if you can, uh, if you choose to. But the Blue if Jackets. you can, well, okay. I'm just saying. I mean, if you're Valley, I, yeah, I I still have not. I'm not signed up for that. Don't bother. I had last, I don't last week. To. I had I had two different games. I couldn't watch. So, so that's just so, me. Like, Maybe over that ridiculous. Your experience may differ. Uh, Blue Jackets, by the way, over the weekend lost to the Caps two to one. Uh, in that game where they managed again one goal. Uh, it was a little weird. Pascal Vincent benched Johnny Goudreau for the final 16 minutes, including two power plays. It's not weird. You know what? He's he's the coach. He's the coach now. I like how you even said it like says, a Canadian hockey fan. Like, yeah. He's the coach. He's a coach now. Yeah. And what he says goes. Goes. Hey. Hey. That's right. <laughs> now, Johnny Goudreau might point out, Johnny Hockey, the uh-huh. nickname, you know, uh, getting benched for 16 minutes and, and his ice time in total was the second lowest of his career. The first lowest of his career was during his rookie season when he just was like a a kid mm-hmm. and it was hey you're new we're not going to play you as much as some other players we have but it wasn't like a punishment it was just he was a younger guy and right. hadn't really got to play as much yet this is the lowest ice time he's had in an nhl game since then okay uh so that is interesting maybe he should live up to his name of hockey johnny goudreau has one goal mm-hmm. on the season and it is an empty netter oh i could have done that too yeah I suck at everything, and I probably could have done that. See, I like this attitude. In fact, two of the last four games has gone without registering a shot. Uh, You know what? uh, uh, If Johnny Goudreau is going to come here and get, you know, $6 million, $8 million a year cardio, $10 million a year, whatever we're paying him, a year cardio, 
then yeah, maybe he should sit for a period and think about that. My, my normal thing is I tell people to do less, but hey, Johnny, I'm here to tell you to do a little bit more, buddy. I actually have a bigger problem when you bench young players mm-hmm. than guys like Johnny Goudreau who are pros and should know better. He should be setting the standard right now. When you're benching the young guys, I don't know how they're going to learn. Johnny Goudreau, this is not learning time. This is be good time. And if you're yeah. not going to be good, if you're not going to pick it up, then yeah, you should sit. So great. I actually, it's one of the few things I've liked that Pascal Vince has done so far. Even though they lost, it's a bigger picture thing. And I think that's good. I so I'll actually go with him on that. To meet him at the at the arena when we were there with uh, Rothman the and Ice. As I like to call him, PV. or Pazzy, as they call him, Pascal and, Vincent. And it was really cool. Um, he did not ask me for my phone. So he automatically uh, is a winner in my book. You know what? That's what we can say about some other people. Uh-huh. There you go. All right, yikes. The segment that's not a segment. That's coming up next. It's Man and Bone with Jen Winters on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza. Home of the Grandview Browns backers. Watch out for uh, stop-and-go traffic on 71 northbound on that north side between Broad Street and 11th Avenue, causing about a five-minute delay there, as well as stop-and-go traffic at 670 westbound between 315 and I-70. Another few minutes uh, delay there. This report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lesset. Ohio Laborers would like to congratulate member of the week, Bruce Sanders. Laborers Local 265 Cincinnati. Bruce is a proud 23-year journeyman. Build Ohio right, build it union. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Jen. We did the math. Common Man has hosted over 5,000 shows on The Fan. Three of them have been halfway decent. Here's Man and Bone. No Common Man today. Jen Winners in for him. The segment that's not a segment. Yikes coming up in just a moment. Don't forget Buckeye Basketball tonight. Tip off at 7. Pre-game at 6. The home opener. Paul Keels, Ronnie Stokes on the call. Timmy Hall will get you started off with the warm-up show and also, Jen, mm-hmm. uh, if you're not aware, you mentioned it earlier, we are going to be out on location a couple different times here in the next month. Yes. Hollywood Casino Sportsbook. You can go there. That is where, obviously, we do our gambling is at the Hollywood Casino Sportsbook or on their app. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. But that is a couple events coming up. One of them is on Black Friday. So we'll have those dates for you. 971thefan.com. If you would like to join us, we would love to see you out there. But hopefully we can hang out sometime soon and have you out at an event. Mike yes. will be there. I'll be there. Jen will presumably be there. I, I actually will be there for both. Ted will not be there. So we'll be running board back here. Um, we also, I will say, this is the time of year before we get into our yikes. Mm-hmm. This is the time of year where right now, as we speak, you are driving home. Oh, yes. And previously, if you're listening to me, if you're not, if you're not on the podcast, if you're listening live, you look out your window <laughs> It looks a little spooky out. Mm-hmm. Sun's kind of faded behind the horizon now, and you're starting to get those little pinks and purples, and maybe it's getting a little dark. Oh, does that mean the sun's going down? It does mean that. It also oh. does. Well, here's what it does not mean. Hmm. The roads you traveled on on Friday yeah. are the same ones, presumably, you're traveling on today. They are not any different. They haven't Nothing changed. Nothing has changed with them. So if you were going at a certain rate of speed before on those roads, you can still go on that roughly same similar rate of speed you're sure about that well what i'm saying is this is the time of year mike always points this out and it's spot on the first couple days of daylight savings time going away suddenly everyone's like oh no should i go 30 on the freeway it is dark i've never driven in the dark on the freeway and unless there are other cars all around you that are stopped i mean yeah you have to keep up with the flow of traffic but there's no reason to go any slower it's just darkness they have lights on the freeway you have lights on your car you can you would you would still travel that, I assume, 
If you're out at 8 o'clock in the summer and it's dark, wouldn't you still travel the same way you always have? I'm just pointing out. Oh, yeah. We don't have to slow down and brake check every single minute because it's dark now on your way home. It is just darkness. Nothing else has really changed. Okay. I just, you know, I just just want to make sure. Just want to make everybody aware. All right. It's a little scary. Let's do it. The segment is not a segment. Yikes. Uh, I'll start off with USC. They have fired Alex Grinch, their defensive coordinator, who was bad. I went through some of the stats. They were bottom 10 in almost every defensive category under Alex Grinch. That's not good. Yikes. But Madden Reardon, who was a defensive back from the class of 2026, committed to USC on Sunday. This is noteworthy because he's apparently a pretty good prospect, but also he committed within an hour after Alex Grinch was fired on Sunday. So maybe that's just a coincidence or maybe... That shows you how bad it had gotten for USC with Alex Grinch as their defensive coordinator. The second he goes out the door, a new recruit says, oh, you getting rid of that guy? I'm in. Maybe coincidence or maybe it's a yikes. Jen? So we have not talked about this yet. This happened uh, this afternoon. The Cubs shocked me and the majority of the Major League Baseball world today when it was reported that former Brewers manager Craig Council would take over David Ross's position as manager. The issue with this news, though, is that the Cubs never announced that Ross was fired or if he resigned from the organization, he was signed through the 2025 season. Uh, Ross took over as the Cubs manager in 2020 after originally retiring from the team in 2016, the year that those stupid jerks won the World Series after a 108-year drought. I'm still not bitter about that whatsoever. The Cubs made the playoffs in Ross's first year as manager. They just missed this year's playoffs due to a few losing streaks to close out the season. So, yikes. Thanks for everything, David, but um, it's your time to leave. That's right. Teddy? Last Monday on Yikes, I told you about the total for Iowa Northwestern being set at 29.5, which was a record for lowest total in the history of college football. The final for that game ended up 10-7. to Yikes. <laughs> there were six Cubs games this year that had higher scores than that game. Yikes. So, this week, Iowa, they're taking on Rutgers, and the total has been set at 28.5. Yikes. Now, if that stands, that would break last week's record for lowest total for a college football game. Yikes. And you know what? Take the under. Yes, take the under. Yes. Uh, My second yikes. NBA in-season tournament is going on. Nobody knows what to make of this thing, especially not Mavs forward Grant Williams, where as he was standing on the newly painted Denver Nuggets court on Friday morning to uh, shoot some three-pointers and get ready for their game, he noticed... All of his shots were off. Now, maybe he sucks, but he's an NBA player. It's practice. Usually they hit these shots. He felt like the three-point line was wrong. And you know what? He was right. It was actually painted too far away from the hoop. So he pointed this out. They actually measured it, found out he was correct. Oh, my gosh. And they had to go back during the day. This was in the morning shoot-around. In the time between morning shoot-around and the evening when the game started, they got the floor repainted. They covered over the line and repainted the correct distance he said, quote, there's no way it's supposed to be this far. He was spot on. You can still kind of see the line, but good job, NBA. Let's have a weird preseason tournament. Nobody <laughs> understands where the floors are so jacked up. No one is even sure if they're shooting at the right distance. Yikes. That's crazy. Go ahead, Jen. So ESPN is kind of diving deep into this whole Central Michigan investigation of Connor Stallions. And so they asked um, a couple of people uh, at the Michigan State Department of Computer Science and Engineering, that's Michigan State University, their Department of Computer Science and Engineering, 
to um, basically look at facial recognition and take a look at the picture of what they believe is Connor Stallions standing on the sideline of Central Michigan and a picture of Connor Stallions. And the system compared the images based on several facial characteristics. They are trade secrets. They provide a similarity score in the range of zero to one. The higher the similarity score, the more likely the two faces being compared are the same person. It produced a score of 0.6 when comparing the two photographs. And to validate that score, they compared his photo to a database of more than 4,500 photos of white males. The reason why it's a 0.6, they say, is because there's a disguise. Even changes in pose, illumination, expression, sunglasses, the match will never be perfect. Based on this analysis, the two images of the same person are the same person with high confidence. So, yikes. What I heard was they're cheating. They're cheating. That's right. Teddy? All right. The San Jose Sharks, they should be cheating because they started a season 0-10-1. They're still looking for their first win. Yikes. That matches the 1943-1944 New York Rangers. They went 0-11 for the longest winless streak in NHL history. Yikes. That uh, Rangers team, they went 0-14-1 before they got their first win. Yikes. Hey, the 2015-16 Blue Jackets, you remember those guys? Yeah. Yeah. They hold the modern NHL record with eight regulation losses to start a season. Yikes. The Sharks avoided that because they did get a point in their second game, which was a shootout loss to Colorado. Yikes. Uh, Worst nightmare, you go somewhere, you're in public, you have to make an early exit, you go to leave. Unfortunately, this man in Edinburgh, he was at a Royal Scottish National Orchestra concert in their giant Usher Hall, which is the national place where they play this in Edinburgh. It's a very important venue. He had to leave a little early before Dvorak's Symphony Number no. 6. He said, I just got to catch a train. I'm going to take the quiet way out. I'm going to take a little exit. Hopefully, I won't ruin things. He accidentally hit the fire alarm as he was on his way out. Oh, and no. they had to evacuate the building while they were into the like third movement of three, I guess, or whatever to... It was almost over, basically, and he caused everything to be evacuated. And the whole concert was ruined. He wished not to be named. The paper did not name him, but they said he uh, regretted it horribly. That's so funny. What an awful feeling oh, that would be. That would have been me. Oh, it's awful. And my final one, we all know Draymond Green. He's a dirty, dirty, dirty player. Last night, well, he got a little bit of karmic retribution coming his way when he was on the wrong sw- side of a swift kick between the legs. Oh. Hey, uh, I'm just going to give it a yikes <laughs> even though you didn't say it because that sounds awful. Uh, Draymond was kicked in the ding-ding by Cavs uh, star Jared Allen as the two battled for a rebound. No foul was called on the play and Green, of course, had something to say about that on social media after the game. Green posted on his Instagram wondering why Allen got away free with kicking him in the midsection when he's faced punishment so many times before, saying the Draymond Green role is only a role when Draymond Green is delivering. Cool. It's karma, baby, and it's a happy yikes. Oh, yeah. There's that. All right. We're going to have to skip Teddy's last one. Sorry. Ted's in the middle of like a bunch of technical difficulties over there, too. While he's been doing this, there's been stuff going on behind so that's him. that's Ted's so. yikes right yeah, there. There you go. That's there you go. Ted's third yikes is uh, that. Back page is next. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grand View Browns Backers. 
You want to be aware of some stopped traffic on I-70 westbound on the west side between Central Avenue and I-67. The car was on fire. It is out now, but that left lane is still blocked, causing a 15-minute delay. Also, some stop-and-go traffic still at I-670 westbound between 315 and I-70, causing about a four-minute delay. This report is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Join Buffalo Wild Wings for buy one, get one half-off traditional wings every Tuesday and buy one, get one free boneless wings every Thursday. Shake up your week with flavor. Buffalo Wild Wings, let's go sports bar. Ballot at participating locations while supplies last. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Track. Final segment of the program. Now joining us, Jen Winters has been in for Common Man all day, but now we are joined by the host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, the Timmy Hall. Hi, Timmy. How are you? You guys, you college basketball lovers, you. Oh, we're ready for it. Today you are. We're ready for it today. It's so beautiful when you you sing it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's here. Yeah. It, it, it It always sneaks up on you. It really does, especially in this town. Well, with football, right? I mean, it's the time of year where you've got football, college football, NFL. Then we've got Blue Jackets here. Mm-hmm. And so all that stuff gets rolling. And then suddenly you're like, oh, hey, college basketball now. And then next thing you know, you'll be like, it's the Super Bowl this week. It sure enough is. <laughs> yes. And then you'll look up again. You go, oh, the NFL draft just happened. And then suddenly you'll be like, wow, it's 80. And it's and it's hot. And we're back to summer. Hey, it's like, the it's all-star just, break. And nothing's like, going on in sports. <laughs> you sound like you're finally becoming like me. That's how I view the year. Once football season starts, it's Masters time. It's April. It becomes. It goes yeah. by quicker than you know what. You're, right. you're totally right. Though. It, it, I, am, I am right. I am right. Correct. Everybody says as much. Like as we meander through football season, I don't know. I can't tell you how many comments I get. Fish just said something to me a week ago. It's like I know. I can't believe it's almost Thanksgiving. I'm saying. We're really, when football starts, you get to August and camps open up, it's really about 14 days until the Masters begins. That's all it is. Because you take out nights, weekends, football days, basketball (laughs) game days, holidays. You subtract all that, it's about two weeks until the Masters starts. That's it. The year's that short. Well, I think part of that, too, is at least for me, it's like this weekend coming up, all right, I want to see this Penn State-Michigan game. I want to find out what's going to happen, you know. If you didn't see this an hour ago, Adam Rittenberg, our guy, talked about how Michigan is getting the notice from the Big Ten of potential punishment that has to happen by the bylaws of the Big Ten. That's the thing. Like, so I'm already tonight. When are they getting it? Well, it says here that they have to be noted. They have to be given notice of disciplinary action per the Big Ten bylaws before that disciplinary action can happen. So that has now happened today. Supposedly, Michigan has confirmed that to Rittenberg that they received a notice from the Big Ten that we're about to punish you. Stay tuned. Gotcha. Yeah. So then what am I going to do tonight and tomorrow morning? I'll be like, ah, I got to find that news. So it could be like Nicole Auerbach said midweek. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe right. Wednesday. But Maybe tomorrow. I'm saying, and then from there, it's I got to watch this Michigan game to see what happens. Yeah. And so then I'm looking forward to Saturday and obviously watching the Buckeyes. And then I'm looking forward to Sunday with the Browns and Ravens. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, there went another week of me just anticipating the weekend. Are you it's, looking forward to that Browns Ravens? I'm or is it just going to happen? Find, I'm, I'm looking forward to find out if my team is for real or not, and I'm going to. I'm worried it's not. I think not. I, okay, you're right. But we no, the defense I, is the, the anticipation. Is good. The anticipation is getting me. Is what I'm saying. It, there's so many things going on. You can't keep up. So you're always got something to look forward to. That's what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Speaking of tonight, you're looking forward. You got a, a whopping 
round, warm up show here. I was almost said round table. That's not it. You have a warm up show for Buckeye basketball. What That's are right. you? I don't want to ruin the whole show, but what are you looking forward to with the team this year? Well, I mean, I, I think everybody knows what this team was last season and the struggles that they had. And you go back to that mid season stretch where it was it was really unprecedented. I mean, anybody that. It doesn't remember pre-Thad Mata, Ohio State Buckeye basketball wouldn't have known anything about that kind of a run. I mean, that was that was Randy Ayers-esque mm-hmm. kind of a kind of a run. We hadn't seen that. You know, fourteen out of fifteen games, all losses for the Buckeyes, but they did find a better brand of basketball before the season was done, and you saw that team get hot and actually scare you a little bit that they could make the tournament. They met Purdue in the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament out of nowhere. So you bring that whole backcourt back with Bruce and Roddy, and you got some more pieces in his transfers. I'm just looking forward to see how it all meshes in Game 1. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Game 1 starts in just about an hour. We have warm-up coming up next with Timmy Hall. But for now, let's get to the back page. We'll do that. The back, page. the back page with Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. All right, Jen, take it away. couple things. First thing tomorrow, go do your civil thing and vote. Civic duty. Stephen, vote. Just vote, tomorrow. damn it. Whoever you're voting for, just get out there. Your vote counts. It's important. Please vote. Also, this is very exciting. We have a Beatles song new song at number one on the digital song sales chart. They released the their final song called Now and Then on Friday. I went to my favorite record store, Spoonful Records, shout out to them, bought it on a 45, played it on my record player over the weekend. It's beautiful. Explain, Look, explain yeah. that because I like the Beatles. I can't say I know every one uh, of their we songs. Have, we don't have time. It's That's over. Just, right. They took parts of songs, AI'd the rest of it. They tried ah, to do this in the 90s. Yeah. They didn't have the technology. Peter Jackson, Lord mm. of the Rings. Help them do this, and it's a beautiful thing. Yes. Wonderful. It's, yeah. I thought the vocals where it was like, my precious. I thought that part was a little rough. It's a little rough, but it smooths it out. Yes. All right. Get out, Gollum. Buckeye basketball is next. We'll see you tomorrow. It's Man and Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. Sponsored by Meister's Bar and Pizza, home of the Grandview Browns backers. There's an accident on Courtright Road at Refugee Road, causing a slight delay. And that stop-and-go traffic at I-70 westbound on the west side between Central Avenue and I-67, still causing a 12-minute delay. Left lane is blocked due to an earlier car fire. This report is sponsored by IKEA. IKEA supports you from November 10th through 22nd. Veterans and active military get 15% off IKEA purchases up to $3,000. In-store only excludes Los Angeles area stores. See IKEA.com for details. I'm Nicole for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Broadcasting from the Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit LindsayHonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus.